You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Let's roll. Game Time Decisions Radio. Red Heat and Rage. I am Rage. Sitting alongside the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Big weekend for your Michigan Wolverines. The Michigan Wolverines go back-to-back and win back-to-back. A Big Ten tournament conference uh, tournaments. Michigan was 80-1 to last week. Not, not anymore. 28-1. to Uh-oh. 28-1. to Of course, last year they're playing get it off uh, the runway true and uh, a couple of guys actually got injured and um, you know they were on the way to the Big Ten tournament uh, last year when that happened they had a choice they were told listen if you guys don't want to go now you know if you don't want to get on a plane basically hours after we just uh, crashed we understand <laughs> and you know what's funny actually a lot of the players voted no so it's not like one of these deals. They ended up going and winning the damn tournament. Exactly. But it was one, it's not one of these deals where it's like against all obstacles. They they said, we won't be stopped. Like half the team voted no. I don't want to get on the plane. Don't, <laughs> don't play the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> and I guess a couple of the captains on the team stepped up and said, no, no, guys. You know, we're going to have to get on a plane again sometime. So let's let's get over the phobia. Uh, right now this year things were a little bit smoother uh, for Michigan but another four wins in four days for the Michigan Wolverines it'll be interesting to see how it affects them though Cam uh, now being off for 11 or 12 days because they're playing they're one of the hottest teams uh, in college basketball right now great point they're going to be off now so point when you're winning you just want to go back to the gym you want to play when you're losing you want the time off so it's actually going to be a big detriment to them teams like uh, Purdue I think who Michigan beat would enjoy the time off to work on their game but you said it man when you're hot it's like yeah like anything in life you're on the felt keep on rolling you don't leave until the table gets cold you know though i will say one thing uh, about uh, about michigan now being off for 11 or 12 days because i don't know if they're going to play on the thursday or the friday uh, the opening days of the tournament uh but whoever they play in the first game it's 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 going to be an easy game for sure so it's not like they're getting thrown in there against duke or something after not playing uh for 11 days but you see it right now, Cam, and I was one of the people, I'm like, man, 68 teams is too much. It was all right at 64. There is a ton of parity in college basketball right now. Like, remember in the old days, the you know, the first game, you were minus 23-point favorites. Yeah, Duke some, was minus 35. Some, yeah, some of them were 30, exactly, over 30 points. You don't get points. that anymore. Nope. Now the biggest spread 18, is, yeah, exactly. 18, 18. Exactly. You might have one that's 21 22. and a half or something, yeah. but it used to be 36. I oh, remember, I like, Duke. It'd be like Duke versus Hampton. Duke, minus 38 and a half. <laughs> you know, Kansas, like 32 and a half in their first game. And they cover. You don't have that anymore. <laughs> and it used to be, a, it used to be a, a free pass in the first weekend. You get to the Sweet 16, then you start to play some decent teams. Now you play good team, Cam, in like the second round. For sure. Like Michigan, as good yeah. as they are, winning the Big Ten. Like we'll end up playing like Cincinnati or like Wichita State, State or yeah. something on, on the Sunday. You who, know what I mean? Yeah, who went to the finals of their tournament? Cincinnati yeah, like, eats it's, it out. It's not, you don't yeah. get free passes. There are no free passes in this tournament anymore, with the exception of uh, the, the, the 116 yeah. in, in the first game. The play-in games. Yeah, no, but uh, that's crazy for a line to go down from 80 
to 28. That's a big, big movement. I, I was really hoping people would lock in early, but yeah, we still have some conference action tonight. We'll get to the board. Uh, the West Coast Conference, San Francisco's still hanging around. They're playing Gonzaga, and a great game tonight. Probably the best game on the board. St. Mary's and BYU should be a pretty good game. You know, interesting. St. Mary's really struggled the other night against Pepperdine. Yeah, what's up with Pepperdine? Pepperdine, <laughs> Pepperdine were a five-win team. I like Santa Clara uh, to beat them on Friday. Didn't happen. Pepperdine kicked the crap out of them. And um, then it rolled into the next night, Saturday night. Pepperdine are getting 15 and a half against St. Mary's. St. Mary's massacred them this year. What, they win by three? Yeah, they, yeah, won, they by won by three. three. It was like 69, 66. It might have been four because yeah. I, I played it in game minus four and a half, and I know I lost. I think I lost by half a point. What else is new? Yeah, huh? I think they won yeah. by four. No, you know what? It was all right because I had the under in the game. And. I took St. Mary's money line in game when they were down like eight with like six minutes. That's left. how you. That's how you play it because you know they're not going to loop. But boy, you got to give the waves a lot of credit though. That's pretty crazy. And then Gonzaga, Gonzaga had their hands uh, full the other night uh, as well. I got to tell you tonight, you know, Cam, it's one of these deals I want to take. You know the feeling. You know, like you want to take an underdog, but. Deep down inside, you're like, I'm going to get screwed if I do this. So what, you're think, thinking about the San Francisco Dons? No, I'm thinking or, about BYU. Oh, I, I, actually, I'm on BYU tonight. <laughs> the Mormons. <laughs> I'm on the Mormons tonight. I think they can get it done. It's in Las Vegas. There's a ton of Mormons there, True. as you know. There's a ton of BYU alum. Like, Utah's the bordering state, guys. Salt Lake City's three and a half hours from Vegas. Well, remember when we went to UNLV, BYU is like the devil versus God in the stands. It was crazy. Red versus blue. Yeah, they don't have that rivalry anymore. Yeah, it really, They're not in the same conference. It, it was so fun when we they were They ruined there. it. Yeah, they did ruin it because you said it. BYU fan travel. That was we, massive, that ride. That was the hottest ticket in town, UNLV, BYU we, games. We were at the game. I remember and, uh, Visine Vince wanted to go to a college basketball game. I didn't go. Game. I didn't go. Yeah, well, we, we went with Blessing. You know who was there? Jimmer Fredette was on BYU. And they were that ooh real hot team, and what UNLV did killed them. It was so I good. It would be the opposite that I'd be the one like uh, you know raring to go to a UNLV BYU game, and uh, Cam would be the one beaten down. But I remember it was very early in the day that it was. Uh, I think I had a very extreme late yeah. night. It's like you got to go to the basketball game. I'm like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> I had to go though. But you also one lived, of those. Hey, you also lived in Vegas and yeah, stuff it was, like it that was too, different. Right? Yeah, no, so exactly. I'm like, if I'm going to go, you know to, what though? I didn't live there at that time. I remember no. when when you guys went to that game. I didn't live there at that time. But you're right. I've seen a lot of UNLV games. Thomas and Mac, great sight lines there too. For all the people that are going there, if you ever have an opportunity to catch a conference tournament, it was fantastic. Loved it. Great, great. Experience. Experience. You the Mountain, the their Mountain ass. West is unraveling. Like San Diego State, they used to have that yep. great rivalry with uh, with BYU. Mm-hmm. Uh, football, TCU. Yep, it was TCU was in the conference. BYU, uh, you know, you had, uh, you had uh, BYU was uh, playing against uh, them. You know, they were independent, but they were playing against Mountain West yep. uh, teams often. Yeah, TCU, Boise State. You know, it was actually it was it was pretty, pretty cool. Good. Great, great stuff. Yeah, but uh, you remember Boise State bolted and then went back. And then uh, TCU left, and, like, you know, it's yeah. hard to keep up with where these teams are. A lot of but, these conferences are moving and shaking all the time. But long story short, listen, Las Vegas is a basketball capital. It really is basketball. Um, it's a basketball city, basketball town, uh, USA, essentially, uh, right now. NBA Summer League, Vegas. Vegas, yep. Uh, US, uh, U.S. national team, Vegas. Vegas. Not Colorado Springs. They're not going to get a bunch of NBA players to go you know, practice in Colorado Springs. <laughs> so they realize, you know what? Let's go to Vegas. We can get guys to come to Vegas and uh, and hang out for a couple of weeks in the summer with Team USA. 
um, NBA Summer League. Uh, you look at all the conference tournaments, Cam, tonight, these games at the Orleans. Yes, at the Orleans. Las Vegas. I don't mind the Orleans. It's nice. I prefer to- that Thomas and Mac. I, I think that for the, the site I'm lines. talking about hotel and casino. Oh, you, you like the Orleans? Nah. Eh. Average. I don't mind it. It's okay. I'm not going to say it's great. I haven't had really good, great experiences there. I've also only been there a few times. I got to be honest. The staff are pretty grumpy at Orleans because it's a local. A lot of locals, yeah. It's a local spot, and you got locals and sort of cheap tourists that are staying there. Yeah, the tape, the, the, the vibe on the casino floor is not great. I found the South Point like that. A lot of people who are working there, living there, like you know what I mean. It's just not. Hey, how you doing? It's like put your damn money in. You know what I mean? And then you're asking for a drink ticket. They kind of give you the look like you're a cheapskate. Buy a drink. South Point's really coming a long way, Cam, though. Uh, South Point uh, now sponsoring a NASCAR race. Really? The South Point 400. That's fantastic. They used to have the 50-cent dogs, I remember, yeah, before too. they were sponsoring Bingo Night. <laughs> exactly. Bingo and $5 movies. Like, oh, no, like South, South Point's raising their game. Yeah, they used to have a good seafood bar, though, I remember. Like, South Point has, the thing about South Point is, it's a huge property. Like, That's smart business, there. too, as well, because the NASCAR fans are loyal, Cam. So it's the South Point 400. A ton of them are going to say, I'm going to stay at the South Point. Hey, we're going to Vegas, honey. We're going to stay where, you know, South Point 400. Might as well stay at the South Point. <laughs> Exactly. South Point, South Point's good for locals, though. Good sports book. Yep. Um, Cheap prices. Yeah, that's where Brett Musburger does his show now. So really? You know, yeah, you got a little sports buzz there. It's a little bit dangerous at the South Point. Remember, Flavor Flav got attacked there a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. South Point. Yeah. South Point, you got, like, Suge Knight hangs out there, or he did. I think Suge Knight might be in jail now. It's hard to hard to keep up with that dude. But like, yeah, a lot of the rappers in Vegas hanging out at South Point. So there's there's a lot of incidences. There. Trying to think where me and T Bone when we were playing and we met with Frank Thomas was there and the late China was there that day. I think that was at the Green Valley Ranch. It might have been at the Green Valley Ranch, another local spot. Yeah, I told the story about that. So was it was it T Bone actually got into an argument with China? Like he did he start complaining to China about being a crappy blackjack player? I don't know what, I, I was pretty wasted at the time, but I remember things were really cool with Frank Thomas because he was just doing his thing. But with China, yeah, things got really aggressive, and uh, I, I have a feeling we did get kicked out. Like, I don't remember the whole thing because we were drinking, like, all day and all night. It was, like, the second day. And, uh, yeah, T-Bone basically he told them to F off and then uh, went for a walk. All I sort of remember from the night is I got two versions of a story. You know, Cam ran into a buddy of mine, and it wasn't planned. So Cam runs into a buddy of mine, uh, Vegas T-Bone, in Vegas yes, in yes. a casino. And I got the two different versions of that night from two different perspectives. Cam's like, man, your boy T-Bone's a real piece of work, man. He got into it with the pit boss. He told China to go after herself. <laughs> She's counting cards at the table. And, uh, and T-Bone the next day tells me, Man, Cam's unbelievable, man. At first, I was all happy to see him. Then his girlfriend started freaking out, and uh, she scared like this hooker I was with uh, or something away. That was his. That's no, 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 no. Now you're no, no, no. You're doing. I know exactly what's going on. You're mixing two stories. That happened at the D, and that, and that is a true story. <laughs> He's like, I had a good yeah, thing yeah, going with this chick. Yeah, that was next the, thing I know. Yeah, yeah. Cam's girlfriend's like, you're getting into a fight with her. She split. It's true. <laughs> no, my girlfriend was sucking back vodkas at the Kino machine. And then uh, we ran into 
T-ball. We were playing cards. Everything was going good. I didn't know his girlfriend was a hooker, but my chick was saying something to her, and then she went bananas, and then uh, we went out and uh, smoked one, and then we came back, and uh, everything no, went girl, the hell after that. his girlfriend's not a hooker. I think it was just a, a girl that he met uh, oh, in oh. the casino. Oh, okay. I didn't know what. I didn't know the whole story. Which, of course, all girls in casinos in Vegas, for the most part, are. are yeah, yeah. Hookers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, nice long bar there, but th- that is a true story. He, Me and him were doing fine. My chick, something happened with, because him and that girl and her were hanging out for a while, and something happened at the VLT machine when I left. <laughs> and then I come back, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? We're having a great time. So uh, T-Bone knows it wasn't me. It was my chick. She gets angry sometimes. She's got a real anger problem. A rage issue? Yeah. She, she misses rage. A little bit of a rage uh, uh, just issue. A, just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. So, yeah, we've got that West Coast Conference basketball uh, this evening. College basketball is pretty much the thing right now. It's March yeah, Madness. For sure it is. Yeah. Next like next week. Like, this it's, thing, not, it's, here. it's not just uh, like college March Madness, man. There was a crazy high school uh, scenario. There was a team, they were up 50-48. to 48. It was like the New York State Championship, one of the state championships. I don't think it was the elite one because it seemed to be a lot of white kids on the floor. <laughs> so it was like like upstate New York or yeah. something. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, Amherst? <laughs> I don't know. It was like uh, class four or whatever yeah. the hell it is. It was big, though. It was yeah. in an arena, yeah. and like it was a big deal. So one of the teams, it was a stupid play, though. They were up 50-48, to 48, Cam, with two seconds left. They're inbounding the ball. The kid panicked. There was inbounding the ball. I guess he was told to do it, though. He threw like a, a football pass. So their plan was to sort of just no, throw, yeah, it no, no the, yeah, so yeah. throw it to the end of the. So throw it to the end of the other end of the floor. Yeah. And there's only two seconds left, and yeah. you know, inevitably the ball will bounce around or whatever. <laughs> what happened is the kid whipped it, and he whipped it pretty good. But the kid on the other team actually like caught it, and just like. Um, you know, it's really like if it was in a movie, you'd be like, ah, oh, that doesn't even look yeah. real. Like, you know, that shot wouldn't happen. <laughs> like, the kid caught it, Cam. Like, so, like, sort of like a football catch of his life. Like, he catches the ball. Yeah. Catches the ball, and in one, because time was running out. In one swoop, he sort of, like, skyhooked it. One arm, one arm skyhooked. He sort of just, like, winged it, like, in frustration. Like, ah, oh, we're going to lose. And he winged it. It went in. <laughs> Overtime. They no. They won. They won fifty-one. Oh, uh, so they were up two. Oh, you said okay. They were so down, two. down two, not three. They were down yeah. two. He hits the three. They end up winning, and it was a great scene. People, uh, people storm the court and all that. And I guess it's a good story too. I'll show you a video of the guy. He's a big goofball kid. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, you'll like him, Cam. Like, this kid's not going to the NBA, right? No, he's happy, though. Hey, yeah, hey. he's just a high school kid. He got his 15 and minutes. And what's great, though, is he missed two free throws late. In, uh, late. Oh. He missed, like, with two seconds left type thing to tie the game. So he was he went from being, the, like, the loser the that was going to cost them wow. the championship to, like, he was crying and stuff. His mother ran out. Like, it was like a – yeah, it was a great moment. So, you know, the madness begins. And you know what? I saw it last night in the Australian uh, basketball playoffs because, you know, I watch everything. I'm a New Zealand breaker fan. <laughs> New, New Zealand breakers. <laughs> they, remember the, the, in the USFL, the New Orleans breakers. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the New Zealand breakers, they're wow. in the, uh, the National Basketball League, the NBL. It's uh, the Australian Pro League. You'll know the guys. And, in fact, so they were taking on Melbourne United. But yep. these guys, they were my team, Cam, but they were 9-1 this year. They were crushing it. We were winning money every night on these guys, man. But uh, they had the World Cup uh, FIBA qualifications. So their players, a lot of them were on Team New Zealand. Like, they're the only team not from Australia in the Australian League, the New Zealand Breakers. So when they went and they played nationally, 
They came back, and I don't know, something happened. Either, I don't know what happened. Like, I swear they're throwing games or something because they were so good. They were 9-1. They ended up finishing 16-13. and 13. The wheels Ooh. just fell off. They made the playoffs. I took them plus seven the other night against Melbourne United. They're hanging around all night, man. They ended up losing by 10. Just fall apart in the last four minutes. Last night, dude, they're up by like 13, 14. They're on their home court. I knew it was going to be a dangerous spot, but I also knew they were going to fall apart. And I bet on them, and I had the over as well. I hit the over because the game went to overtime. It's like 4 in the morning I'm watching this stuff, Cam. <laughs> but uh, you know who the star player of uh, Melbourne United who? is? Former Long Beach Long Beach uh, State point guard star. Long Beach State. He uh, named like a ghost. A ghost. Casper. Go Casper. Casper where? Casper. <laughs> Isn't Casper Ware the name of, like, Nick Cage in that face-off movie? Really? With John Travolta? Where he really takes his face off. Yeah. No, yeah, it's I, it's kinda, yeah, yeah, it's real face. Like, it's face-off. Uh, it's a creepy movie. It really is. Uh, I don't know if it's... Is his name Casper Ware? I, I, I think I thought wow. it is. I if think it, it is, was. man, your, your mind is really maybe, sharp. Maybe if somebody out there could, could attest <laughs> to that, but... Yeah, Casper Ware, Long Beach State kid, lit it up. Edgar Sosa, former Louisville uh, Cardinal. Yeah, I remember him. He's the point guard, but my point is, remember Josh Boone, actually, the player. Man, he scored at the buzzer, Cam. Heartbreaker to eliminate the breaker. So, it's just that time of the year, man. Basketball's a crazy sport. It is. All right, speaking of crazy, NFL Combine's crazy. Jeff Jankovic joins us next to talk Combine. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Radio Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Moretz. He's alongside the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. D. Tony Sincata steps up and in as he does daily at 6 o'clock Eastern. We'll talk some DFS, NBA, NHL. But we've got college uh, basketball uh, fever. We'll run through uh, the gauntlet. i got a ton of NBA picks for you. I'll share my college uh, card, NBA card. Cam's got some NHL uh, picks for you as well. Uh, but the NFL season never really stops now, does it? Yeah, it's really a 365-day sure. operation. And uh, right now, uh, teams are making decisions. You know, they're, they're, they've got their uh, – they're in their war room. They're looking at their – all right, their board. What do we think post-combine uh, right now? Because they've seen the players run the 40. They've seen the players uh, do all kinds of other stupid uh, drills. <laughs> <laughs> they really, you know, mean nothing. Oh, Josh Allen can throw the ball 90 yards. Yeah. Well, he's not going to have time to stand there for a wide receiver to run 90 yards. Tom Brady doesn't have great arm strength. He's the best quarterback yeah. ever. I hate the combine with a passion. It's starting to, uh, to aggravate me. But, uh, you know, now the teams know that Braxton Berrios knows what Bitcoin is. And not just knows what Bitcoin <laughs> is, but was actually asked to explain how Bitcoin works to an NFL team. 
I understand another kid was asked by uh, Seattle to uh, get into a staring contest with a scout. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like he sat there and he stared uh, at the dude. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing ever. I, I would I would want to refuse these. I would just say, listen, if you want to talk football, we'll talk football. If not, don't waste my time. We'll talk football. We'll watch some tape. No games. You know, like the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns suck. They're asking some kid what he can do with a brick. How many things can you do with a brick in a minute? I don't know, man. Like, smash smash Tom Brady in the face with it. What do you want to hear? Like, it's ridiculous. So let's bring in a, a man that knows this all too well. NFL player, agent, uh, worked with an agency, has represented uh, players such as uh, Chris Ivory, yep. uh, Brandon Jennings. Jeff Jankovic steps up and in. And, Jeff, one thing I noticed, you seem to represent angry football players, Jennings and, and Ivory, surly guys. <laughs> Those are the best kind, guys. Those are the best kind. Yeah, that's why you're on the show with us. We're we're a couple of surly guys, so we appreciate a long time to speak. Hey, thanks for joining us, uh, Jeff. So, uh, sure. I want to ask you about this. So, with the what is what is the reasoning of this? Because to me, it just seems almost like a college frat house hazing. You know what? You know, we're grown grown men shouldn't be asking a twenty year old kid if he finds his mother to be hot or not. He shouldn't be asking them whether his mother's a prostitute. They shouldn't be asking kids whether they're going to show, share their browsing history. Uh, there was one uh, one team told a kid this week, "I see you have dreadlocks. You know, must mean you smoke weed, right?" I mean, the in, in any other imagine this, Jeff. Imagine this: you, you know, woman walks into an office building, applies for a job. And, you know, the, the boss asks her, sits down and interviews, all right, great resume here. I see you went to Syracuse. Impressive. Um, all right, yeah, you've, uh, you've worked in office buildings before, but can I ask you, uh, do you find your father attractive? When did you lose your virginity? Can I see your browsing history? You'd get sued. It's amazing that the NFL gets away with this crap. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree with you. The, the interview process is is ridiculous. I think they would justify it and say that they're, you know, they're trying to put these kids under duress. They're trying to see how they react in stress situations. And, you know, honestly, it's almost, I mean, I hate to compare it to like a military situation. It's like a boot camp situation where they want to get in the kid's face. They want to insult the kid. They want to, you know, sort of push his buttons and see what his reaction is going to be. That's, right? that's a good you point. To see, you see if he punches him in the face. Yeah, but that, that'd be great. Wrong. Like, that'd be a great reaction, though. What? Then my mother's hot, and he just and lays him out. <laughs> now, what about this? Now, what about this, uh, Jeff? Can a player, like, can if a player doesn't want to go to a team, can, does a player ever sort of sabotage these interviews? Sort of like Homer Simpson. When, like, Homer Simpson didn't want to be on uh, jury duty, and he told them, listen, I'm racist and I hate gay people. And he got off, like, the, 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 you know, <laughs> not that I'm racist and I hate gay people. I'm just saying, like, that's what Homer Simpson did. Great move by Homer. Yeah, like, Homer, that was his word of advice. Listen, if you want to get out of jury, just say you're racist and you hate gay people. Works. <laughs> so if you, if you tell an NFL team, you know, like, if you, you know, push the envelope, like, do you smoke weed? Oh, yeah, all the time, you know, or you just sort of throw them a lot of answers. Will, will, will that get out to other teams, the, the kid's just a troublemaker because he did that, or is that actually a smart thing to do? Because I've heard about some kids sort of acting aloof with certain teams they don't want to go to, Jeff. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I think some kids will do that at times sort of on their own. I don't think it's orchestrated with the agents, and I just say that because – you know, if you're telling the kid, listen, uh, you're going to interview with the Browns and say this and say that and don't be enthusiastic about it. And if it turns out the Browns <laughs> don't draft him because of that, the kid's going to come back to you and say, hey, you just cost me, uh, you know, $3 million yeah. because yeah, I took right. the interview. 
You know? <laughs> but, the team, but the teams talk to each other. These scouts and GMs all know each other. They've worked together in previous organizations, and they absolutely gossip and talk. So if a kid blatantly does that, it's going to get out immediately before you leave Indianapolis. I was going to ask you, though, like, uh, the one thing I, you know what, we Gabe and I talk about the combine, and you know what I mean, we, we see, we, if you watch football, you know what's going to happen, you know what a guy's 40 time is, you know if he can catch, but one story, Jeff, I, I guess, uh, you know what I mean, to put some uh, sunshine and rainbows on it, a, a guy with one hand, Shaq Griffin from UCF, was actually the star of the combine, he benched like a monster and ran the 40, like, finally, we have some good stories, and we're not talking about putting bricks through windows or punching people out. <laughs> no, you're right, Ken. But I mean, here's the problem with the combine: the, all these drills and everything, and you talk about the underwear Olympics. They're all for purposes of comparison, and all these teams want to get as much information as they can. They're never going to say no to acquiring more information. The problem is what you do with it. And the kid from Central Florida, Griffin, that you're talking about, is a perfect example. He may be a fantastic player. He may not. We don't know yet. But the entire NFL industry is going crazy over this kid because of a 40 in the bench, right? And think of the guys in previous combines that have performed extremely well and did not pan out as a player. So, you know, I'm not saying the kid's not a player. I hope he is. But, you know, they've already anointed him as the star of the combine because of a 40. Well, you know, he may have other limitations. I love the, I love the headlines uh, in the media, though, the post-combine. Uh, Saquon Barkley wows people at, at, at combine. It's like, well, that's a shock, right? The, the best running right. back in college football wows people? Like, right. I'm always four amazed, days, too, though. Four days ago, they weren't wild. They weren't wild four days ago, but now because he jumped, they... No, well, no, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, this guy... I read one kid. One guy slipped because, I don't know, they didn't like his vertical. It's like, I don't know, dude. He's not in the Olympics, all right? He's a linebacker. It's like, you know, he's getting... Listen, I don't... Uh, do you remember? Do you remember the kid from Alabama, uh, Andre Smith at the combine? This was I don't know what this ten years ago, twelve years ago, where he yeah. had like a man boobs, and they had videos of him running with his man boobs flopping, and yeah. everybody humiliated the kid. He started in the NFL for seven or eight years, was a pro bowler. So yeah. you know, there you go. Well, look at look hey, at he, Tom Brady's you, profile. You photo. could get it done with man boobs, Gabe. Yeah, look you know? at yeah, Cam, Cam, <laughs> uh, Cam. Uh, Mine are a little bit rounder now, but I could I could run pretty fast for a guy with uh, big breasts. Yeah, well, speaking of the turkey kids, how about Phil? How about Phil Mickelson? Yeah, Phil Mickelson's looking sharp. Gabe. Yeah, Phil Mickelson got it done for all the uh, the the man's ears out there. <laughs> for all the all the man's ears uh, out there. But yeah, I just find the you know, the media. You know what? I understand. I get the combine, and I get as well. I want to see whether a kid can handle the pressure, and just you know, what's he going to be like around the cameras, and what's he going to be like around other other people that are as good as him suddenly because he's usually had an advantage in his career uh, for the most part. But it's the media part that gets me. Like Lamar Jackson, media reports were all because of Bill Polian. Bill Polian says that uh, Lamar Jackson can't be a quarterback. This is not big enough. I don't think he's 6'3". I know, he's huge. He's 6'3", Bill. I know. I know, like if Bill's getting a lull now, you know, he's 6'3". Guys, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner, one of the fastest players, and I love it. So the media piles on and all agrees with Bill Polian. All this and that, he can't. He's like, and then I, I read reports, I see all kinds of stories, Jeff. Reports say that multiple teams have asked Lamar Jackson, he goes, not one team asked exactly. me. Exactly. He goes, yeah. no one's asked me. He goes, the only people I see this is in the media. And then, of course, now after the combine, 
I see the same jackasses, Jeff, that were talking about him having to play wide receiver. Oh, Lamar Jackson really impressed everybody at the yeah, combine. Exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, it, it's fake like, news. Uh, uh, it's, it's a fake story. It is. It is. Like, uh, if, you, if you've ever been there, if you've ever been there, it's like a high school cafeteria. It's media, scouts, agents, players, family members, all congregating in this hotel lobby, gossiping and talking. And, and, and rumors spread. It's, it's, it's like a high school clique where they start talking to each other and things get out and everything. It's, that's how that happens. It's ridiculous. So did you, how, uh, what's, your, what's your crew looking like uh, this year? Over the past uh, couple of years, you've always had a couple of guys uh, that have fought their way into the league and made some money. Uh, do you have any guys that we should be keeping our eye on this year? Uh, yeah, I, I represent the uh, defensive tackle from Oklahoma State, who was first team all Big 12. His name is Quentin Osborne. And I think he's a comer. He wasn't at the Combine, but, you know, you don't get first-team all-conference if you're not doing something right. He's a pretty good kid. And, uh, you know, last couple of years, you know, last year we had Gary on Conley from Ohio State, who was a first-rounder. Nice. So, uh, you know, we're doing okay. Yeah, good first stuff. First-rounder, that's real smooth. Good stuff. So, what do you, what, what do you, think, um, what do you think about this quarterback uh, situation uh, right now? It seems like there's a lot of debate. Uh, you know, there there really is every year about uh, about the quarterbacks in the draft. But this year, like, you know, some people think Lamar Jackson can't can't play in a national football. He's a quarterback. Some people think Baker Mayfield is like the number one pick in the draft. I'm not a huge Baker Mayfield uh, guy. I actually do, and I hate to be that combine guy that says, "Oh, you're too small." But I think Baker Mayfield's too small. Lamar Jackson's six three well, and will be one of the fastest guys in the National Football League automatically. At the Senior Bowl, I didn't like what I saw from Baker Mayfield. He's and very emotional too. D like, lineman yeah, Cam. Yeah. Everyone was getting their hands up, and you know that system at Oklahoma. You're playing against you know, you know that it's a very offensive conference. Good call. And the the, the play the playbook is tailor made for him. I don't know what you know, if he's going to be able to make the plays, but who do you like right now? I personally think Josh Rosen is that guy that's the can't-miss guy the most out of them all. What's your take? You know what? I actually agree with you, and he, I think, from what you, you know, I wasn't, I'm, I'm not there in the arena, but, you know, you hear the media reports, he may have had the worst combine of these big-time quarterbacks, but I agree with you. When you look at the film and you see what he does, he's just got poise, he's got arm strength, he can make all the throws, uh, and he's got the demeanor of a, of a quarterback. He's got a little bit of an attitude to him. He's got some arrogance. He's got poise. I mean, that's the guy. Uh, not to knock the others. Mayfield, you got to take the stats with a grain of salt. I think what teams are becoming enamored with him is that he's such a uh, you know he's such a personality, and he's so aggressive and he's so confident, and they love that in a quarterback because that's the leadership position. But you know, historically, just how many guys six foot can make it at that position? Well, you know, what, and, Drew, Jack, and Jackson has all the tools. Jackson Drew has Brees. all the tools. There's no question. Well, who's Drew six Brees. feet? Drew, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson six feet or six one, right? So I'm not sure. Drew, I'm not sure Drew Brees is really six feet. You think he's six one? No, I think he's like five five eleven. Five eleven? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know if he really is six feet. You know, listen. The thing is, people are like, "Oh, you look at Russell Wilson. Look at Drew Brees. Those guys are Hall of Famers." You know, they're, they're, they're few and far between. Maybe he can be a Doug Flutie type. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just think, you know, with these linemen, they're just so big. They're just so big uh, right now. All right, yeah, uh, Jeff. It's, it's hard to judge the Big 12, guys. Look at the other quarterbacks that put up huge numbers in the Big 12. They just, they don't, you know, you know, they don't cut it. 
Yeah, well, that's it. System quarterback. Maybe Luke Falk in Washington State, too. System quarterback, right? Yeah, I don't right. know. What about right. like, what about uh, Mason Rudolph? Well, he's not getting he's a lot of attention, game. quite frankly. I mean, you know, uh, the kid for the, with, the, with the Steelers for the last few years, Landry, he looked fantastic for Oklahoma, but, you know, hasn't really been able to do it in the NFL. It's difficult. Robert Griffin, obviously, you know. Robert Griffin should have sued the Washington Redskins for leaving him in the game against Seattle. That's basically what he should have done because his career was over after that game. You saw it, Marenzi. That was that was absolute insanity. Anyway, that's just my take. All right, Jeff. So before we get before we get you out of here, Kirk Cousins. Ooh, Kirk Cousins. Your your guess. Where do you think uh, Kirk Cousins uh, ends up uh, right now? It looks like the Arizona Cardinals are kind of caught in the mix right now. now. What about the cheap, 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 the monies? Well, they might realize they're going to have to do something uh, here. That's an intriguing mix. So basically it seems like the Minnesota Vikings, the New York Jets, Jets, um, the Cleveland Browns have uh, have been brought up, uh, and the the Arizona Cardinals. The Denver Broncos as well. I don't think the Broncos are going to go that route. I don't think they want to spend the money on a quarterback like that. I think my guy Tyrod Taylor might end up Ooh, uh, in Denver, happen. actually. Where do you think Kirk Cousins ends up when it's all said and done? Because we're not far away. It's about a week and a half right now. The decision's going to be made. Yeah, my guess is I think he wanted to go to Denver. But when that fell through, I think he's going to end up in Minnesota. Now, I don't have any inside information on that. That's just my gut. But I think that's the situation because he wants to win. They're the team that's you know ready to win now as opposed to the other three. That's where I think he'll go. Yeah, and they, they're not letting all three of their quarterbacks yeah. go on the free agent market without exactly. thinking that they've got a serious shot of getting Cousins as well. And he's an upgrade from those right. guys. So, so I don't know right. I it's a good move. Hey, Jeff, uh, thanks a lot for taking the time to be us. I didn't see the Oscars uh, last night at all, but I did cash a winner with uh, The Shape of Water. <laughs> did you really? Don't <laughs> tell me you guys didn't see that movie. Did either one of you see that thing? Come on. No, I, no, I don't see it. No, I didn't want to see it. I don't know anybody that saw it. I don't know anybody that saw the movie. It looks stupid. Like, it just looks dumb to me. Like, aliens come out of water. Like, yeah, give me a break. Yeah, you know, know what? It just looks dumb. When I saw the ad yeah. and I heard the name, I made a mental note to myself that that's going to win the Oscar. Really? Yeah, because it's just, you know. The, the shape of water. Benito del Toro. The shape of, the shape of <laughs> He's water. He's directing a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, it just sort of feels like... Uh, I'm so out of it. I thought it was that guy with the funny face. I thought it was the actor dude with the funny-looking face that directed it. <laughs> <laughs> Benicio del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, the funny looking know. face. I'm like, who? Yeah, you know the guy who does that Heineken commercial. Yes, yes. Oh, it's a yeah. great commercial. Yeah. I like that when he gets the people give oh, him a yeah. blender. He's like, ah. And he goes, yeah. If you I bought be, these for myself. Yeah. He goes, if you're picky about your coffee, you could be picky about your TV. That guy, right? He was like uh, serving up no. the coffee bar, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the direct TV. Yeah. Oh. God. <laughs> How can you confuse? Because he's got a funny face. That's the guy. That guy's got a scarred up face. Oh, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's an evil guy in a lot of gangster movies. Too. Yeah, he's always the Mexican gangster. Correct, correct. That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jeff. Sorry, sorry. We're getting distracted. Thanks, no, thanks Jeff. No, I understand. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> okay, guys. Good to be with you. Have, have a good one. Jeff, 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 Jeff. All right, take care. I thought it was the guy with the funny face. When you say guy with the funny face, you know. Yeah, if you can get picky with your, you can get yeah, picky with your espresso. You can get picky with your cable. cable. Exactly, that's the guy. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we'll give you the guy's name on the other side of the break. You know what we're talking about? The guy. You know the guy that walks. 
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Thanks to Jeff Jankovich for joining us on the program. You get the name of that guy? Who's his name again? It's a Quinton Osborne. Quinton Osborne. From Oklahoma State? Or the Heineken guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're confused. No, I, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm like Quentin Osborne from Quentin. Oklahoma State, the defensive tackle who you're age, who Jeff's Jeff's guy. Yeah, Benicio, Benicio del Toro. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Okay, because I'm getting him in the. Yeah, so I thought that TV was the guy, guy that produced Shape of Water. No, it's somebody else. Yeah, it's like some other del Toro guy. Yeah. I don't know who it is. I don't know. I haven't said Did you watch the Oscars last night? God, no. No. I, I, you were I, watching hockey? Yeah, I was. I was watching the Winnipeg Jets-Carolina uh, game with my uh, tenant, Joe. Portuguese Joe. Come on, man. You weren't watching the Knicks and the Sacramento Kings last night? I, like, well, I got my – whatever I'm betting on, I'm watching. <laughs> I finished watching the golf with uh, Phil Winter. So how about Phil Mickelson, yeah, old lefty? Yeah. And how about this? He hadn't won since 2013. Yep. And this was amazing to me. And I didn't realize this until a couple of weeks ago when I brought it up. And for shame, because a lot of the stupid jackasses in the media out there, like me, like me, kept on uh, calling out Tiger Woods over the years. But, ah, he's done. He can't win. Without realizing the fact, Cam, that Tiger Woods had won more recently than Phil Mickelson had. I know. He has won twice since Phil had won in 2013. I didn't realize that five years had passed that Phil hadn't won, Cam. I'll play devil's advocate. Go Five years. For the time that Tiger won, though, Phil has made so much more money than him. The problem with Phil was he couldn't close the door. Second, fourth, fifth, T10. Like, the thing is, when Tiger won and then he went, like, he really dipped. Phil's been consistent. Like, he makes cuts. He makes money. He just on. It's crazy. You remember one tournament he was leading. He goes, listen to this one, Gabe. He goes, I looked at the leaderboard, and I, and I freaked out. I'm like, man, you've been on tour forever. That's what. And then, boom, he went double bogey, put one in the drink. Like, Phil, though, yes, he had he had that look in his eye yesterday. And he, and I'll tell you, once uh, once he went to the final with Justin Thomas, you knew Phil was going to win. You, you knew he was going to get it done. Please tell me you had uh, Cabrera Bello, not I, del, de, not uh, Benicio del Toro, yeah, but I had Cabrera Bello. Okay, I finished did, third. Did you have him like T five, T ten? I did, but it's still I need a winner, Gabe. Still a nice call. 66, he was fifty to one. He was sixty six actually. Yeah, sixty six to one. Thanks, buddy. But uh, you know, a couple other guys really. Uh, let me down in that tournament. I had. Uh, How about Justin Thomas though? This guy's like he's the best in the world now. Like yeah. there's hands down. Now, like, I was gonna say like yeah. He, before it was like oh he's Spieth's buddy, and one day he'll yeah, win know. too. Now his game has surpassed Spieth, and seems like uh, he's on a weekly basis. He's either winning or he's right there. Remember what he's happened, just yeah. he's he's in his own. Something to keep our eye on going into Augusta. Actually, Cam. Great point, Gabe, that you talked about because. He used to be in the shadow of Spieth. Spieth was getting all, hey, it's Jordan Spieth, it's Jordan Spieth. Then what did he do? He went to Hawaii. And remember, he went back-to-back. And everyone's like, ooh, Justin Thomas. He's got his confidence. And then they're thinking, okay, what's he going to do? Then he wins the U.S. When he won that major, since that point, take a look at his results. 
he even is more consistent, I find, than uh, Speed. Like when when him and DJ go bad, they kind of. But J- J- Justin Thomas hangs around, like he's always around the leaderboard right now. He is, and that's the thing. His problem used to be his putting. And for a skinny guy, he murders the ball. Like, I don't even know how he gets that kind of distance off the tee. But they say pound for pound, he's the biggest hitter in the world. So Phil Mickelson uh, gets it done. Justin Thomas finishes in second. Yep. Uh, Cabrera Bello was third. Ty Hatton. Ty too. Hatton. He, he bogeyed. Oh, he should have been in that playoff. And then, and then of course, our boy, uh, Kurdek. Uh, what, what? Kira Dash, Affa Barnrat? I know. That's Blessings guy. Affa Barnrat. Affa Barnrat was uh, 125 so to 1. what happened to our boy Sharma? Did he oh, fall apart? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I hate to say it. Sharma's dad showed up on Sunday, and they're all, like, chilling on the ranch. The first hole, Sharma's kind of, like, hits one a little bit long, gets in the rough. He actually had a huge par save, but let's just say Sharma just wasn't ready for the Sunday spotlight. Sharma couldn't uh, couldn't mop up the spill here, yeah, right? The Charmin? Like, yeah, the Charmin. Just, just, just Sharma. Yeah, he, he on Sunday. Yeah, well, listen, he still made money. No. He finished ninth, like T10. That, that's, that's big money that's still. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. He was like 200 to 1 in the tournament. Nobody even knew about the guy. Adam Hadwin. Bubba Watson playing some pretty good golf as of late. Seems to be pretty consistent. Uh, sure is. Bubba Watson, since he's gone back to his regular balls instead of the Volviks. Yeah, like, yep, sounded exactly. Like, you know what it is? They sound like they're hitting rocks. And I'll tell you about Hadwin, Gabe. Great point. Another one. You're on top. I'm very happy with you right now. We've got the Valspar Championship coming up, and who's the defending champion? Adam Hadwin. And this guy's one of those guys, like, he doesn't get talked about, but he's a consistent I'll tell you right 20 machine. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to jump on the Adam, Hanwa- Adam uh, Hadwin bandwagon. Right now? He's going to win. He'll win a tournament after one of these majors. Like, yeah. one of those yeah, sort yeah, of smaller yeah. ones in between the majors when not everyone's there. It's true. He's going to nail down a win this he, year on tour. He plays well in the Florida Swing uh, uh as well, I'll tell you, man. But I'll tell you what a guy came, and it was his first um, sort of, you know, I'm just getting ready right now. And I kind of liked him, Sergio Garcia. Oh, Sergio looked good. And, and people are like, well, you know, he's really only cares about the Masters. But you can tell he's just sort of dialing up and tuning his game up uh, for the Masters. I don't know if he'll be able to go back-to-back, though. I, I think it's going to that, be that's tough. That's asking a little bit. It much. is asking tough. But what do, you th- what do you think about this? Who's also won the Masters and uh, won last week? Phil Mickelson is telling me now, if he's doing this right now, and you know all he wants to do is crush at Augusta, people are talking about Tiger Woods. What about Phil? He can win the Masters. I'm telling you, man. Dustin Johnson's favorite at plus 750. I'm not taking him. What's Phil at the Masters right now? Phil Mickelson is 14 to 1. Uh, I, was hoping for, a, no, uh, I was hoping for like 22, 25. He's actually the sixth choice. Wow. Dustin Johnson plus 750. Jordan Spieth, 9 to 1. Rory ten to one. I'm not buying into Rory's crap anymore. Yeah. Justin Thomas. I know. I know. Now everyone. I know. You know. What happened? I say the same thing. Like, remember, I go Ty. Hatton. I'm not doing it. No, I said Ty. Hatton. I am Scrooge not taking and, Rory to win the Masters. No. no. All right, we'll get our boy uh, Dan Daly on. Oh yeah, he's a great, good. great yeah. golf oh, handicapper. We ha- both had Brooks Kepka that time that he exactly. won. Exactly. Remember that? But Daly yeah. has taken Rory like three years in a row at Augusta, and every year he, at the end he's like, "If it doesn't happen this year, I promise I won't give you this pick again." And then he's like, I know I said this last year, but everything. I remember last year, people were like, everything points to Rory dominating at Augusta camp. Didn't happen. I don't trust him. Jordan Spieth. He, he listen, loves Augusta. Spieth, Spieth at Augusta can catch magic. That's, that, that's the thing with him. Justin Thomas, 11 to 1. I don't know. Here's your favorite guy, and you know he can play on this uh, this track at Augusta. Jason Day. I know he's always there. <laughs> he's always as long, there. As long as the vertigo is yeah, back oh, yeah. If you really have vertigo, 
Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, who says, what, is your nephew sick this week? Let's just is say, your dog not feeling let, well? Let's just say I got a buddy, okay? And he's got a chronic back problem, and he used to be a scratch golfer. And he tells me, you know what I mean? It hurts It hurts when I'm playing golf in, in the back. And this guy used to play junior hockey, whatever. He's not like some turkey tits, out-of-shape guy sitting <laughs> on the couch. He was good. He's no Jason Day. But the point being is, when you hear these stories about, oh, my back, you know, my vertigo, all this stuff. I don't believe anything anymore, kind of like you in the news sites, because every time Jason Day has a back injury, what does he do, Marenzi? He wins. So I don't listen to anything anymore. It's a bunch of crap. I don't believe it. When they say, you know what they always say? Be, be worried of the scared guy, like the scared athlete. And that's what Jason Day does. The minute he's scared or sick, he does better. So anyway, I don't believe him anymore. Yes, Gabe? 12 to 1, Jason Day, right now. 12 to 1. Yeah. Baseball season rapidly approaching. Get your rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Baseball package now. This year's uh, Virgin is new and improved with more analysis than ever. An all day chat. Uh, stats, projections, improved uh, cheat sheet generator. Get rankings from top ranked analysts. Jake Seely, all in with Jake. Tips uh, from award winner Tim McCullough and insight from Hall of Famer, a colleague and friend, the King. Scott Angle, a friend and colleague. <laughs> Enter code FNTSY at checkout. Get your Roto Experts exclusive Edge Fantasy Baseball package now. That's FNTSY. And it's definitely worth doing it, uh, guys. Whether Listen, if you're a fantasy player, obviously it's worth doing it. Uh, Roto Experts has made people a couple of million dollars uh, this year, literally and figuratively, with their optimizers. Uh, but if you're not in the daily DFS, but you're in the daily betting, these tools can be applied to betting as well. Why would you not want as much data? When you hear Great about point. like analytics in sports, baseball, this, these, these are the analytics. So you can use the, the rotoexperts.com, um, the, the, their analytics to help you shape, um, you know, great example to help you cap baseball games. Because, look, if the Roto Experts analytics – like certain players, yeah. that means that team has a good chance of you know, exactly when they have monster nights. And, and not to mention now, Ken, versus right, he's got to yes. break down everything. Not not to mention now as well. Um, so many sports books have multiple uh, baseball props. Yep, head to head. Yeah, you know, you got head to head stuff. You've got uh, total strikeouts. You've got you know, will a guy hit a home run? You know, you got fantasy point matchups. You've got all kinds of different angles that you can use. So. You know, like really, as a, as a betting man, you can never have too much information. And, you know, the Roto Experts uh, package really helps uh, you get uh, that information. So that's rotoexperts.com. I would say out of all the sports, baseball is the one where you need it absolutely the most. There's so many things to break down in a baseball game in comparison to anything. Baseball season's like a Mexican soap opera, Cam. You miss a couple of days of episodes. You're done. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to get back in a loop. You really need to be dialed in when it comes to betting on uh, baseball. You can't just casually bet baseball. No, You can't can't casually bet. You you can look at an NBA game. Oh, I haven't bet the NBA in three nights. I've been betting college. All right, this is the point spread. All right, this is how you know this is how the teams are playing right now. You do that with baseball. You're like, all right, I haven't paid attention to baseball for a week, but I'm going to bet baseball today. Hey, look, um, you know, hey, look, Bumgarner's pitching, and you don't know unless you know what happened in his last outing. Did he? How many innings did he go? Has he hurt his arm like in the last couple of days working out? How many innings did the bullpen work last night? You know, there's so many, so many variables to betting a baseball game. 
A full nine innings is tough to win, it Jim. Is, it is. And you know, I, I'm a fan of the first five-inning bat because of the invariables of these bullpens. And you said it, man. That's exactly what happens when you're watching these bullpens. Say for through two or three days in a row, they get shelled, too. They're having to bring in extra pe- people to pitch. All sorts of crazy stuff's happening. you got to be on top of that or you're going to get murdered. And as the season progresses, it gets even crazier, Gabe. You know when the bullpen arms get tired? That's the thing. Yeah, I'm starting to like the first five-inning bets, too, because I think you can ca- ca- catch lightning in a bottle right there, and then you you could roll it into the second half. Well, Major League uh, Baseball season now less uh, than a month away. I, I haven't uh, haven't bet uh, the um, I haven't bet the Cactus League or the Grapefruit League. Nor have I. I would be lying to say I did. I haven't bet any exhibition uh, games yet. But I told you I've already done two totals. I took the Philadelphia Phillies wins over and the White Sox wins over. Those are two things that I've done with baseball and uh, more to come. One thing I would. Um, one thing I would say, though, about exhibition baseball, and it is so freaking random, all right? It is so uh, random. But you you ride the hot team, and every year. So I, I told people to wait, and I might be a little bit too late right now on this. Now, this is amazing, though, Ken. Who are, the two, who, are, who are supposed to be the two best teams in the American League uh, this year, in the regular season? The Yankees and Astros. Yeah. New York Yankees, 8-2. and two. Coming out of the gate hot. They're 8-2 and two in Grapefruit League play. Houston Astros, 8-3. and three. Boston Red Sox, 7-4. and four. So this is basically the, the way the, the Grapefruit League That's is like the yeah. regular season is going to be. That's actually weird because usually a, a, a junk team starts uh, Grapefruit League pretty good. That's nuts. Conversely, Cactus League, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Royals. The Royals with cheese. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City uh, Royals. Six, uh, where were they? Six and two? Yeah. Chicago Bears. No, Chicago Cubs. Chicago, I did that one on purpose. The Chiefs, I didn't do on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get used to these baseball names now. Uh, Chicago Cubs. Six and two. Wow. Milwaukee Brewers. Seven and three. All the teams that are supposed to be good. Cleveland Indians. Seven and three. San Diego Padres six and four. Hey, surprising. Dodgers five and five. Eh, they should be better. Ooh, where are your Toronto Blue Jays? Uh, I think they're about uh, four and uh, what do you say, four and six maybe? Toronto Blue Jays have the second worst record. Three and seven in baseball at three and seven. Yeah, so three and seven or four and six. Pretty much six. just like it's going to yeah. be in a regular season. Yeah, they're not going to trust me. This team this is under, not winning. This under 81. I don't want to use the term. Like, no, no, no. There's no. I don't want L. No L words no. on the show. No, every no. blank has a key. I think it's a solid no. investment. It's a very good investment. Let's just say. It's a six-month investment. I have some investments at the bank that I don't feel very good about, but I do feel very good about this uh, Toronto Blue Jays wins total under the number. Yeah, I don't see how they get to 82. They're going to actually struggle all year long. If one of their pitchers gets hurt, they're absolutely screwed. How are they going to keep up with the bats of Boston, the Yankees, even Tampa Bay for that matter? It's a murderer's row in that division. These guys just kill each other, man. Yeah, they're not. They're it's not. tough. It's tough. They already got they're problems with Donaldson. Man. Like, no, 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 no. Tiger Woods is 20-1 to 1 to win a Masters. That's uh, ridiculous. I need more. More. He's not winning the Masters. I don't. Uh, he he could play well there, but I'm not taking him at twenty. You got to get. You know what you got me? Give me thirty points at fifty to one, and I'll take a. Bubba's twenty to one. Bubba actually is scaring me now because he's starting to play really well, and he loves Augusta. Yeah. That's the thing people don't know. I've been to Augusta. It's a left-hander's paradise. Everything's dog leg left. Exactly. And the, way, and the way Bubba shapes his shot, it's ding ding. Like you see, even when we play that's at the old uni, that's our move. The, that's the why right Bubba. That's why Bubba and Phil do so well here. That's what lefties. Mike Weir won the Masters. 
Masters is only major. Why? Lefty. It's like the only damn course that's an advantage to be a lefty. Though. I know. I wish we should go play Augusta. Being a lefty actually <laughs> generally sucks on golf courses. It like, does. You know, you... You know, you ever notice like I can't the, shape the, it the other way. I'm the not woods, good enough. the woods are always seemingly on the left side. Ken. They are. And that's like, where I go. The trees <laughs> seems like golf courses are designed for right-handed players. Yeah, of course they are. Because only what? How many? What? Twenty percent of the population play left. I, I'd say. You know what's bizarre though? I, I'm not left-handed. No, I don't. I write with my right. I golf with my left. Yeah. I'm ambidextrous. I actually bat left-handed and right, both sides. Switch it. You're a switch hitter. I can't but better with my left. Settle down, Sincata. He means baseball. Baseball switch hitter, Sincata. I just. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Baseball season rapidly approaching. Check yep. out fan tracks. It's like anthrax. But fan tracks. Fan tracks. With an X. F-A-N-T-R-A-X. Fantrax.com. You can create the ultimate dynasty keeper or redraft fantasy league using Fantrax free commissioner product. Find out how it feels to have the deepest pool. Multi-team trades plus salary and contract options at your fingertips. Fully custom customized. Fantrax Treasury can set league entry fees, safely distribute payouts with a third party. You don't have to track down owners for payment. It's good, it's good for someone like me. Oh, exactly. How many? How about the, the old shoebox? Hey, Gabe, where'd the money go? Uh-oh. I, I had a feeling. Enter promo code. You know, you're going to like the promo code for um, for Fantrax. What Who's, uh, what's the name of, um, of one of the nicer bookies that we know? Frank? <laughs> Oh, Al. Frank. I know we know Frankie. Al? Is it Al? I put it on the T for you. Yeah. Jimmy? It's Al. Oh, it's Al. Okay. Enter yeah. promo code Al. That's A-L. Just call yeah. him Al. I told you, you really wouldn't do well on a game show. I really, I don't, I don't believe. I, I just don't believe it. But Al's nickname is Jimmy. It could be Jimmy or Al. No, That's it's Al. Name. It's Al. Okay, it's Al. A-L. Sign up for American a chance League. to win uh, 10 private consultations with Fantasy uh, Baseball Hour host uh, Al McGuire. Valued at $109. Wow. $109 to talk to Al. And Al, he's, uh, he, he sounds like he's got answers. You got question? Al's got answers. <laughs> Al. Find out why Fantrax the home of Fantasy Sports. Check out Fantrax today. 
Check it out like not today. Do it like right now. You are right. Al, Al is the nicest. Uh, Should have known that out of all the people I've dealt with. He's, he actually was really nice. Frankie's he, a good guy, but yeah. he's not the nicest. No, he'll chase. Yeah, he'll chase you down for money. Al forgets debts like sometimes. He still calls me though because he's got my number. It's amazing how he's let other people off the hook, but he seems to get a hold of me, and he always wants something in return. Like, you know, he, he like, know what Al likes, too? The barter system. He doesn't need cash. He he likes when you have certain items that he can just knock off your total. Which is perfect. Uh, we'll get to our plays of the day, but it leads us right into, and uh, I don't know if uh, Florio um, can get us some sort of uh, jingle music here. Yeah, well, we can go for a jingle. I don't know what it is. What's in the bag type of music, supermarket music? Uh Something along. Give us some lines. music yeah. guy here, uh, Florio. Anything to, uh, yeah, like what's a, what's a good uh, song for somebody rummaging through something? You know, you're trying to find uh, some treats. Something along those lines would be nice. You know what would be good, actually? Yep. Spoon Man. <laughs> spoon Man! There's spoon a man. plastic one in Cam's bag. Yeah, does Cam have any spoons in his bag today? I might. <laughs> does he got any loose cutlery? <laughs> I don't know. I got some things in there. Does anybody want to guess? Is that what we're going to do? Are we opening it up like uh, what we did before? People can uh, guess. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, spoons. Yeah. Good job, Flair. Yeah, let, yeah, let's. It's another. It's another edition of what's in Cam's bag. Spoon man. Cam's bag. What's in it? I'd be telling you the truth if there is a ham. Save me. Five ninety nine. I got a cooked ham in there. So no kidding. Cam actually just busted out. A it's, it's, a, it's to be like a football. No, it's like a quarter lamb. What do you what do a quarter, yeah, quarter a, ham? What do you call this? Yeah, it's called uh, the ham uh, the ham nugget. It's uh, it was on sale for five ninety nine. Pillars. Black Forest ham. So yeah. Cam's got like a big uh, chunk of ham in his bag. A nice brick of cracker barrel. Big brick of cheese yeah, on sale for four ninety nine. You can't say no to that price. You might want to put the cheese in the fridge. I do, Gabe. I will at break. Just picked up uh, some. Uh, Cam picked up some hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot pepper sauce. What else do I got? Caliente. I got a. Been kind of run down a little bit lately. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, emergency. It's that uh, see, those so orange crystals that you put in water. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, your buddy was right. I found another Proline uh, $2 free play in there. Uh, Har- Harvey's buy one burger, get one like, free. Seems like it's coupon day for you today. You got a lot of coupons. Buy one, it. get one free burgers. Hey, look at this one. A free Big Mac. <laughs> it's actually like, uh, yeah, I found I found yeah, it. Like, what, what's the what's the, like, the due date on these things? Like, There's none. I got them from corporate. I knew I knew a guy that works for McDonald's corporate, and he uh, gave me an envelope full of free burgers. I know a lot of guys that work a lot of different places. Fisherman Friends lozenges. All right. Oh, this stuff's great, Gabe. But if you got a, oh, sorry, I just lost it there on your uh, dish tray. Wow, what were you cooking, lasagna? That thing's. Uh, <laughs> wow, you need finish. That grease is baked on. Eno, this is the best stuff ever, man. You dissolve it in water, it's like instant heartburn relief. When your gut's hurting, that's the stuff. Well, maybe if you didn't eat the big brick of cheese and the ham, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't need the Eno. Yeah. Tylenol. Tylenol, yeah, of course, yeah. Loose phone cords. Loose phone cord for a phone you don't have or I don't whatever. Know I like, what is that loose phone cord for? Like, do you even a, own a phone? A straw. Yeah, I'll tell you my phone story after we go through the bag. I've had a real... Uh, I'm being sued by... Not sued, but uh, I got real problems with the company. <laughs> You've got bags within the bag, I see, too. Yeah. 
computer uh, case, but it's made of crap. You got a computer case and no computer. A&W Classic Breakfast A&W Coupon. Breakfast Coupons. I still got my air freshener in there. <laughs> uh, bill, a bill for a cell phone. What else do I got in here? I know I got some other loser stuff in here. Yeah, I think this is an email. There's somebody. Yeah, from Oakley Show. Oh, no, it's my bill from Kudo. I owe them 360 bucks. Look, Marenzi, I got a new phone on Friday. It's already broken. <laughs> 360 bucks down the tubes. What else do I got there? So what's the deal? You lost, uh, what else do you have in the bag? Oh, yeah, the train schedule. You've seen that one before. And I found a new antacid. It's called uh, Julicil. It was on sale at the Metro. Apparently, you chew them and... uh, Like, how many products a day do you put in your body? uh, I usually have an NRC in the morning with my coffee. I throw back a couple Pepsis, and then if things don't sit well, then I go to the. That's I, go, I go to the. So that's the, that's the Camp Stewart breakfast of champions. You have a coffee, little energy. Yeah. And energy. I've been uh, energy. So it's basically like orange, orange crystal sort of. Yeah, it's like Tang. Yeah. So instead of having like a real orange, you decided to just go with the crystallized format. It's got uh, nutrients and things. It's got uh, defenders, Gabe. So when you're feeling sick, it's got like uh, healing so, properties. So you it. have the coffee. What do you do? You mix the NRC in with some water? Yeah, just uh, I have a rather a shot of Tang. And shot then, of and Tang. Then I, right. And then I do a coffee. You do a coffee. I actually made a really nice sandwich. <laughs> then, you would have been happy with and that. And then you slam back a couple of Pepsis. Yeah. How long do you wait after the coffee before you, you open a Pepsi? It could be under a minute or two. <laughs> oh, so no. So it's like... It's it's like it's totally here. As soon as the coffee's done, you're like, bam. I'm not proud to tell you this, Gabe. I got a real like. I wake up at the night. Crazy yeah, you've sugar. told me a couple of times that you're hooked on Pepsi, but you actually like literally are like now. Like, like it's heroin. Yeah. Like you're waking up and I'm like basically like right away. Yeah, like last night I I wore my sleep mask. It didn't go very well. So I was like really. So I down like you. I drink a lot of water now. So I drank one of those uh, liters of water. It wasn't enough. And then I had a nice smooth Pepsi in the fridge and. Down that and went upstairs. Maybe that's why I'm taking so many bathroom breaks in the middle of the night. Too much liquid. But uh, you, you live, you learn. How are you not like? Uh, how are you not diabetic? That's like a, it's, I, it's, I, I'm, I borderline diabetes right. Now. I figure I actually have diabetes and have had it for years and yeah, just that's haven't I, been diagnosed. Kind of like we're, we're yeah, both like of us that. Are like the that. weird constant fatigue stuff and the, you know the the dizzy spells and yeah. the white spells. Yeah, I get them all the time. Yeah, but I how think, do you? I think that's the diabetes. How do you have uh, fatigue? You're doing radio shows till two o'clock in the morning. That doesn't sound like a guy with fatigue. It's more like a guy with Lyme disease. Who, like <laughs> when you're tired all the time, you can't get off the couch. Like how? See, so you don't have it because I'm you're too, actually doing shows. I'm too tired. I can't sleep. <laughs> that maybe that's what it is. Once you pass like a certain threshold point, yeah. But like I, like I said before, though, Cam, basically they tell you to sleep eight hours a night. You Listen, sleep what four? If you live to be seventy-five years old, you sleep eight hours a night. That's twenty-five years of your life that that's, you spent to sleep. That's too much. That's, twenty-five uh, years. That's a lot of sleep. Drooling, snoring, snoring. yeah, producing nothing, <laughs> contributing nothing to society whatsoever. Besides making the pillow guy rich. No, yeah, the pillow guy. I got to tell you, man, his ads have nearly worn me out. I You're almost wanted my, my pillow. pillow. Uh, there's better products on the market now, so much better. I've been watching the ones from, like, Sleep Country, USA and Sleep Country. You know what it is? They, got breath- had- they got breathable pillows with holes in them now for Marenzi after a long night in the summer. Like, oh, look, look at this God. pillow. Like, it it's, looks like a I spatula. Need a, look at this. Like, imagine. <laughs> Get it away from me. <laughs> Man, it's got, it just looks awful. That is not comfortable. 
Come on, man. It's like my pillow guy would have a heart attack yeah, yeah, if he no, saw that, this. That thing is like three sheets of paper. Like it's like most pillows are supposed to be thick. Like it's flat. <laughs> you do the old. Yeah, you do the old fold up. The, the yeah, old hey, buddy. I know. I know the fold up. No, but I you know what. I'd actually like to get you that as a gift because these new breathable pillows—they got holes in them. They got vapor coming out. So when you're really, really hot in the middle of the vapor. Night, yeah, like when you hit it, it's like cold air. Like a, wow. there, there's holes. Like you know what I mean. So you go in there and. You get a little bit of mist, like something that I really need. Because I tell you, I'm a night sweater, too. I have, I have ex- extremely uh, bad dreams and uh, sweat. Night sweats. <laughs> uh, night terrors. They're horrible. All right, Stooch. Stooch. Stooch says, uh, tell Cam to wait uh, a couple of weeks, and uh, Phil will get back into the 21, 20 to 1 range. It's because the day after he went, yeah. he won. He's good, fourteen to one. Good call, Stooch. Yeah. You're right, but still, uh, the way he's playing, he's going to be on my radar for the Masters. He already he plays well there. Now he's playing really great this year. Uh, Jeff Bradley sends in a unbelievable. He sends in a parlay that he played, talking about bad beats. Seventeen parlay, seventeen parlay. He missed out by uh, one on the Oakland uh, Grizzlies against uh, IUPUI. They were seven-and-a-half-point favorites. They won by seven. Oh, my God. Otherwise, he would have won a seven-team parlay. They're playing. Oakland's playing tonight, too. And uh, I don't know. Horizon action. Yeah, horizon action with Oakland. I'll tell you one thing about that team, Gabe. I have actually a note about Oakland. They're playing Cleveland State tonight. Cleveland State's getting nine. Listen to this one. Cleveland State is 2-15 and on the road. But for Oakland, a team with a winning record, they're 2-10 and home ATS. Because, you know, everyone thinks they're the cream of the crop. They don't cover those big numbers a lot of the time. So... I don't know. Cleveland State, those old Vikings, skull, might be worth a look. William and Mary College of Charleston this yeah. evening. You like William and Mary? No. You like Carl College of Charleston? No. You like the over? No. I don't like the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, wow, I just went through the whole thing there, the whole yeah, gamut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, letting people know what's on the board uh, here. You got Delaware State and North Carolina A- A&T. It's that time of the year now. Cleveland State and Oakland, ah, that's just a train wreck game. It's a tough game, very tough. This next game I do like, and this actually is a championship game uh, tonight, uh, Cam. Fairfield and Iona, the Gales and the Stags. I was on Fairfield. Last night. Yes, I was. They got it done. It got really tight at the end of that game, but Fairfield pulled away. Yeah, Fairfield got it done against uh, Quinnipiac. Yeah, Quinnipiac, yeah. Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. That's a tough one name, Quinnipiac. It is. Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. They're known for their political polls. Are they really? Yeah, the Quinnipiac poll. Huh. It's a big political uh, university. Really? Yeah. Huh. Good not, call. Not Gabe. known for their basketball. No, but they went pretty far. You got to give them a little bit of credit. Yeah, they did. They made it to the semifinals. So, uh, I hope Fairfield wins. I'm sick of t- tired of Iona. I'd like to see the Stags in the tournament, to be honest with you. Wouldn't you? I'm taking Iona. Oh, God. The Gales? Yeah. I don't like that team. Yeah. They've what's never what's, been... your, what's yeah, your problem? I got a lot of problems with them. You're more, I... what, their big rival, Sienna. You're yeah. more of a you, I'm, a more, I'm more of a Sienna Miss type of guy. So when Sienna plays Iona, yeah. you're a you, yeah, you're Sienna t- guy. I also remember back when we were working at another network a long time ago when we were going pretty bonkers, Iona really let me down in a big situation. <laughs> I've never forgiven them for it. It was actually insane. I needed Iona bad. They Remember, yeah, this, this this conference used to always just be Iona and, and Sienna, Sienna every year in the sure. final, and one of them, they would alternate who would go yep. to the tournament, essentially. Yep. Iona aren't a great team this year, but you know what the key is to this, Cam? They're playing this tournament in, in Albany. Albany, and that's... Uh, Where's I- Iona from? The, yeah, exactly. Albany. The, it's a home game for everyone. It is. Game for them. It is. Other than being the Albany Great Danes, that's the other not, school. Not that it overly matters... 
only because I watched the game last night, and it's not like the arena was sold out, Cam. <laughs> you know? not a lot of empty seats. Yeah. There was more <laughs> seats than fans. We'll put it that way. <laughs> it's a big arena. Yeah. It's like where the um, remember the old uh, the Albany River Rats. Yes, that's right. The old uh, uh, they AHL still have they team. still have an AHL team in Albany. I don't think it's called the River Rats they're anymore. The, no, they're not the River Rats. That's really a bad name for a team. What the River Rats? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of sounds like, like some, it's yeah. nasty. Yeah, it's like, hey, what yeah, you got what a nasty like, hey, look at that, hey, the Hudson fun? River what River ride. Yeah, that's great. It's a river ride. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure that I'm eating. sure the rats in uh, in Albany, New York, yeah. are real cute. I know he's eating my cheese. Oh yeah, rat would love your <laughs> oh, bag. Cracker Barrel, ham cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there's no rats. This hot sauce them. might kill him though. The rat. Yeah, that's a good point. That hot sauce. Caliente. It's good stuff. <laughs> Guess how much that big bottle cost me. Let's play. Let's play prices. All right, all right, all right. I'll play. Yeah, it's good. Good call. All right. Uh, I'm going to say this big bottle uh, cost you uh, two dollars and ninety nine cents. One ninety nine. It was on. Uh, yeah, regularly two ninety nine. One ninety nine. That's a nice little magnum for a buck ninety nine. Extra hot. That's good stuff. You know, they asked Bill Gates actually. Um, I don't know if it was Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was Ellen. <laughs> what, what she asked Bill Gates? What he buys at the grocery store? I don't know what show he was on. No, maybe he was on a business show. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, no, it was with Ellen. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he was asked how much uh, groceries cost. Bill Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates hasn't been in a grocery store in a long time. All right, so Bill Gates. Let's see what Bill Gates thinks the uh, the prices are here. <laughs> Guess his grocery bill. A lot of kale. A lot of greens. All right, Bill Gates was asked, how much does he think frozen Totino's pizza rolls cost in the grocery store? $1.99. He said $22. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's that's why, like, he's so rich, though. (laughs) Have you had those things? That's great. Yeah, they're basically, they're crap. They're like the little pizza. Yeah, they're they're Like you said, they're $1.99. So you can get it for $99, maybe. Yeah, this is, yeah, those Totino little pizza roll things. (laughs) You go to Walmart in the frozen section. Yeah, you're getting like 100 of them. $22. (laughs) He was asked, how much do you think one spinach dip costs? Just like chip dip or veggie dip, a little. T- he said thirty bucks, ten dollars. Yeah, he thinks. Yeah, two. It should be four ninety nine. <laughs> oh, he's got a real problem with prices. <laughs> God, twenty bucks for those things. God, horrible. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. This guy ride the plague really has you uh, figured out. Yeah. Now he sent this. Uh, he sent this uh, tweet in uh, before we check what's in your bag. He says I'm going to say Cam has uh, hot wings. No hot wings. Sauce for hot wings though. Well, you had hot sauce. Yeah. Paper towels. 
Eh. Pepsi, bus pass, pair of headphones, miscellaneous clothes, small change. He's right on the small change. I do have headphones in there, small buds at the bottom. Uh, no paper towels. Mike Cardano. Loose napkins. Mike Cardano is uh, pleased that there are no, uh, there's no paraphernalia or uh, mysterious baggies. Oh, yeah, no bag. Oh, no Ziplocs. Yeah, no, no Ziplocs today. Yeah, no Ziploc with six pizza slices <laughs> slammed in together. Yeah. It's like Sincata was listening, and he asked me after. He goes, did Cam, like, have them individually wrapped? No, or like, they were just in the bag. Like, you just stuffed, you took six pizza slices and just stuffed them in a baggie. That's exactly what I did. And you know what the worst part about it at the end was? Because you're right, a lot of them stuck together. So <laughs> all the sausage and mushroom basically had, like, a nice one-inch gap at the bottom. So my final slice, I just went, <laughs> dumped it all out. And it was like a super slice with all the leftover <laughs> toppings that fell to the bottom of the Ziploc. I don't know. It doesn't sound so attractive. It's very attractive. Don't 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 kid yourself. It's fun to have extra toppings. All right. So for the record, uh, John John D uh, checks in, and I said Casper uh, Ware was the name of yeah. the dude in that movie Face Off. What was it? Caster Troy. Caster Troy. Casper Ware. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of you're kind of in the wheelhouse. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Castor? Are you sure? I thought it was Casper. Castor. Castor. Like Castor like, Troy. Like, like Castor's Castor Oil. Like it's like Castor uh, Troy. That's weird, man. That's a weird name, Castor. I like Casper better. I think the movie. I think the movie The Rock is on TV more than any other movie. Like right now. Oh, TBS. Seems like play, every yeah. second night oh, yeah. The Rock is on TV. And- For sure. When Harry Met Sally or The Rock? I often watch it in the background, The Rock. I've seen that movie maybe like 122 times now. I don't like watching those movies when they're there, though, because they take out everything. It's just it's just stupid. <laughs> like, like, meep, meep, meep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just, come on. You're wasting my time. And watching a two-and-a-half-hour movie with commercials is just pointless. Like, it's so dumb. I don't understand why these companies, they just keep on throwing these movies on, man. They're annoying to get through. I want, to, process. I want to. I want to. I want to see the new uh, Bruce Willis movie, Death Wish. Oh yeah, actually, that one does look pretty good. Well, I'm that, a big Charles Bronson fan. Good. I'm, I think I might be going to the movies pretty soon. I'll give you another review. I saw I Tanya. I think I'm going to see that other movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that movie that won the awards about the billboards in some place? Three billboards. Yeah, three billboards. I think I'm going to go see three billboards. Three billboards actually looks pretty good. I was talking. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I was talking. The my, chick from Fargo. Yeah, I like. Hey, uh, Francis McDermott. Yeah, she's pretty good. Francis McDermott. Yeah, she's very good. <laughs> McDermott. <laughs> I don't think it's McDermott. It's McDermott guaranteed. It is it. Yes, it is, Gabe. It is. I will bet you it is Francis McDermott. <laughs> like M O T T. It is. It is. Yeah, what is it? What is it? <laughs> Look. It is. I know it is. Francis McDormand? Uh, yeah, McDormand. It's everywhere. Damn it. I, I <laughs> Should have bet me. I was really confident. Don't you cam on Jeopardy, oh, Francis McDermott. <laughs> what do you say, McDermott? I didn't cam. I got to be honest with you. You didn't know. I thought it was McDermott until last night. Okay. So I, 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 I actually yeah. noticed last night McDermott. It was McDermott. Yeah, I thought the McDermott. font. I was thinking the font was wrong. That's why I said the chick from Fargo. You knew who I was talking exactly. about. Exactly. Of course I knew what you are talking about. Yeah. Franz McDermott. Have you seen Black Panther? I was going to go see that one, too. No. But, oh, okay. Anyway, you don't watch movies very often, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go see a movie this weekend. No. Last movie I saw was Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> saw it in the theater, that, too. That, nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, no, no. I, uh, no, I haven't seen Black Panther. Okay. Well, I, I was going to say it got some good, critically, critical acclaim, so I think I might uh, take a shot. The last Black Panther I've seen was Cam Newton. <laughs> Yeah. Cam Newton. Black Panther <laughs> yeah, starring Cam Newton. That's good. For Dannon. 
He's not even the Dannon guy anymore. He lost the yogurt deal. <laughs> no, that Black Panther movie made a lot of money, though. I know it that. It sure did. It made tons and tons and tons of money. Man, what was the deal with you? What are you, like a retired senior, man? You're what, going to movies? Sporting events, movies. I don't know. I'm trying to live my life, Gabe. I don't really <laughs> I, think about my life. I have a tenant. Like, I don't live like you. Like, in, like Melrose Studios, like, you're kind of like you got your own entity. You got <laughs> I, I come home and there's, like, strangers. Like, it's yeah, like, Yeah, hey, what, Portuguese Joe? Yeah, the guy brought his girlfriend over from Ottawa this weekend, too. They're banging all in the room. And the, he's like, hey, Cam, he's knocking on my door. He's, hey, I cooked up some beef shanks. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I come down for the meal, you know. Yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, the, I wouldn't be able to no, take it. No, you wouldn't be able to take it. I, I love the guy, but I'm watching horse racing. Yeah, but the thing is, now he's been there for a little while, and he seems to be pretty comfortable like he's That's, in for the long haul he's in yeah like imagine like you know imagine like crushing portuguese joe like what would the look on his face be and the disappointment if you came home tonight and you said listen portuguese joe we got a you know i got a little problem here you gotta go yeah he wouldn't be happy he just moved in his computer like the computer room like we've cleaned it all up the only thing he kept, he threw it. He he bought. He he has a rental truck, and we threw out everything but my life-size Scooby-Doo that I won in Montreal at uh, Laurent that carnival for hitting those basketball shots. He's wearing an old Denver Nuggets Carmelo Anthony jersey. He stays. Oh, in the, yeah, he yeah. stays in the computer. I told you, I took it on a flight home. I'm like, I'm not, I can't get rid of this toy. It's amazing. He's a like the Scooby-Doo is like six feet tall. I should bring him over for the studio. It's, he's actually a lot of fun. Uh, he's fun to look at. He's great. Yeah, uh, you don't remember yeah. we brought him to the uh, you brought him to the uh, the strip club yeah, when we did yeah. the live show. That's right, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> he had the jersey. We had a big six foot lifelike uh, Scooby Doo in a Carmelo Anthony Denver Nugget jersey getting a lap dance. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Yeah, the strippers loved him. Yeah, was that uh, was that at Treasures? Yeah, that was, was at Treasures. Yeah, that where was Storm and Norman Rumack used to go. Yeah, it was yeah. the night uh, the wrestler was there, Santino yeah, Morello. Oh, yeah, that guy. Santino's like an octopus. He's got eight arms. <laughs> He's, he had his arm on everybody. I like Santino. Really good guy. <laughs> Very popular at strip club. Nice guy. Nice yeah, guy. Actually, he's a really nice guy. All right, so uh, Iona and Fairfield tonight, yeah. uh, Cam. So, yeah, listen, both these teams, it's a surprise of either one of them getting to the tournament uh, here tonight. Uh, the winner, they win tonight. They make it to the, the tournament. It's the it's the championship. What is this? The Metro Atlantic. Yeah, that's right. Fair, uh, Iona minus three, total 151. Ooh, that's interesting. Very interesting. Fairfield are 17 and 15 on the season. Iona are 19 and 13. But how about this? Fairfield peaking at the right time. These kids want to go dancing, man. The, Eight and two straight up in their last ten basketball the games. The stags. The stags the want stags. to go party. <laughs> they sound like I'm, they're, they're bucking. They're bucking right now. Broncos, baby. I like the stags. They played twice this year, obviously. Fairfield beat Iona 103 to 100 in overtime. Mm, tight. And uh, Iona tattooed them 84 to 65. Uh, that game was at Iona and Fairfield won 103 to 100 in overtime. I'll tell you, though, uh, like we said, uh, Fairfield riding a seven-game win streak right now coming into tonight's uh, game. Iona are sort of hit or miss. Like, Iona are on a two-game win streak right now, but then they were sort of alternating wins and losses. Uh, but they beat uh, the Jaspers. We talked about it. What did I do to deserve this flat and flavorless-tasting Manhattan? <laughs> I laugh every time at that one. I love Manhattan. I love the you ever had a Manhattan? Yeah, I have. I have. It's not really my. Uh, uh, it's not my bag. No, I've had almost any type of liquor, but Manhattan is something that uh, it's. You know, I'll drink it if it's there, but I won't order one. There's a lot of drinks I'd rather have first. Last night, I got to be honest with you too. I was on Iona, 
they didn't play all that well. St. Peter's were leading all night. Oh, yeah, the, the Peacocks were, like, doing their thing. The, the, the St. Peter's Peacocks. They were. They, you know what? They covered. The they St. did. It was, they were getting covered. five. They lost That's by three. That's correct. It's a tough game. I'm going to lean with the home court, even though Fairfield generally are the hotter team right now. You know this game's going to come down to the wire. It sure is. Well, I'm actually surprised. Like, I'm looking at the total of 151. I thought that would catch your eye because uh, a lot of the time these teams don't play defense. The first, the first game, well, one hundred and three to one hundred, like that's. I do. Fun. I am leaning with the over in the game. The only, the only thing is, the only thing is, it's a, it's, it's a championship game, Cam. Yep. Between two teams that aren't great, it might not turn into a track meet. Like yesterday, I love Lipscomb and Lipscomb and. Uh, <laughs> Lipscomb. Yeah, Lipscomb. <laughs> like a good old Lipscomb. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Lipscomb. I love Lipscomb. <laughs> First time they've ever made it to the tournament. Yeah, that's amazing. They've never made it. Lipscomb. Never in the history of no. their school. I don't remember them ever being there. No. They're never there. And it's actually, you know what? I said the other day, oh, good for you. You, you teams make it. You get killed in the first round. Whatever, but hey, at least but... they make it. That's a big deal for their school. Yeah, but uh, there was a very good point that the coach uh, brought up, actually. 19 million people filled out an ESPN bracket last year. 19 million people. Um. That's 19 million people that see the name Lipscomb. A lot of people never heard of this school yeah, before. Exactly. Right? And you know now recruiting goes up a little bit. I agree. You know, people... Uh, you can only do good things for a Enrollment goes up. People... I don't even know where Lipscomb is. I don't either. To be honest. I have no idea. I have, I have no clue either. I'd be lying if I told you I know where Look, that right, Take is. a guess. I'm going to say... Uh, Look, they played against Florida Gulf Coast. I'm going to say uh, Alabama. That's a pretty good guess, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Would if it's I still right. be crap on a game show? Probably. I'll get this one wrong. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Lipscomb might be in Florida, actually, though. Too. It's a pretty big state with a lot of schools. They're in Tennessee. They're in Tennessee. Damn, I was close, but not close <laughs> enough. Damn. Another wrong answer. Wow. <laughs> They're in Nashville. They're really Lipscomb's in Nashville, and yeah. I've been to that city. I don't know, but no one else. Vanderbilt's there. That's the thing. They're the big school of the year. I didn't even know Lipscomb was there. Huh. Interesting. Well, good for them, man. I like to see new teams in the Their primary anyway. rival is uh, Belmont. Oh, Belmont. Battle of the Boulevard. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Belmont. Smooth Belmont. Nice smoke. i got to be yeah. honest with you. I did not know Belmont was in Nashville either. Belmont's in Nashville, too? Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me Vanderbilt, Nashville, uh, uh, was it yeah, like I, I'm admitting, I had no idea. Belmont? I thought Belmont was in North Carolina. I so. Actually, I thought I was in the, I was going to say South Carolina. I thought Belmont was. Did you? I didn't. Mm, three schools in uh, in Nashville. There. The Lipscomb maintains a rivalry with Belmont. It's the two men's basketball teams compete annually in a game known as the Battle of the Boulevard. Huh. The game is named for Belmont Boulevard, which both schools are located on. The schools are separated by just two miles. Really? Wow, you learn something new every day. Didn't even have a clue. I've been to the city, too, and I didn't even know that. I saw a Predators game there, but I didn't know it was Lipscomb and Belmont. Well, Lipscomb's never done anything before. Yeah. I should have been more aware, though, if I'm going to a city. You shouldn't know that there's and I'm disappointed that I didn't know Belmont was there yeah, either. Me too. Well, actually, yeah. Like, honestly, like, yeah, I would fail, like, miserably right now. Like, the Schwab, stop the Schwab. Like, he, oh, yeah. we get kicked off oh, the show. He'd be good. Come on, guys. Like, get it together. Yeah, we don't know Lipscomb. We'd I be know. like, Lipscomb, where? What? Who? <laughs> Well, we know. They're, they're, we, I think we can get most of the board here right now, right? <laughs> like, like William and Mary's in Virginia. Charleston, yeah. we know, or Charleston, South Carolina. We know that. All right. Delaware. where? Well, this is a tough one. Where's uh, Akron University? 
NC Wilmington uh, Northeastern. Yeah. Northeastern is in Northeastern Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess as well. Boston. All right, Maryland East Shore. East Shore. I don't know where they're from. Uh, I don't know where the East Shore. E- uh, no, Maryland Eastern Shore. Yeah, that's. Uh, they're getting eleven and a half <laughs> against Norfolk State. Norfolk. Yes, we know San Francisco. Gonzaga's in Washington State. Yeah. Wright State's in Dayton, Ohio. I know that. Uh, let me see what else. Yeah, so we're doing pretty good. Like, there's only a couple on the board that you didn't know. What, we're, what city? There's no way in hell. Western Michigan's in Kalamazoo, right? Yes, sir. Yes, there we go. See? I can rattle off all the uh, all the Mac. Central Michigan? Yeah, the Chippewas. Uh, they're in, uh, what city are they in? I know Kalamazoo. Hold on. It's a mountain. Mount Appalachian? Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant. Actually been there. And I've never been to that. Uh, that the mountain's been. more like like a dirt hill. It's a hill. And it ain't very pleasant. <laughs> it's not pleasant. William and Mary. Yeah, Mount, Mount Pleasant. Yeah, I'm really sure you're right. I'm actually starting to worry about this game show stuff, man, because under the lights, man, it gets really hot. <laughs> I'm actually like, whoa. There's some we tough, know St. Mary's, BYU's in yeah, the rest of the, It's all easy. Right State. Yeah. East Tennessee State. What city is it in? East Tennessee State. Hold on. I'm saying uh, Murphy's, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro? That's Middle Tennessee State. Middle Tennessee State's in Murfreesboro. Remember with, yeah, I the thought, Raiders. I thought these son of a bitches were no, too. No, no, no. And uh, Chattanooga, we know, yeah. So I'm thinking. East uh, Tennessee State. is not. It's not Murfreesboro. I know it's that's Middle Tennessee. Where is it in? You know? Johnson City. Oh, God. They need a Johnson rod. Johnson. <laughs> These are tough, though, man. Johnson City, Tennessee. Where the hell's that? I don't know. Like, And we know a lot of schools. Like, this is that's really difficult, man. Very difficult. <laughs> well, this is, yeah. These are, these are pretty obscure right now. Yeah. Where's Northern Illinois? What city is that in again? Uh, Dakota. Da- DeKalb? Is it DeKalb? Thought it was Dakota. Okay, check check that one out too. I think it's Dakalb. He might like, be right. I think it's D E K A L B. Dakota. Is it Dakob? It is Dakob. Corn, corn on the Dakob. It is. <laughs> I would have said. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I got said, one. Yeah, yeah, I was close. You but. were real close. No, was, well, yeah. See, some of the schools are easy, like when they give you the name, but those ones are tough. Oakland, a lot of people think it's California. No, 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 that's Michigan, baby. That's a, we can trick people on that one. Let me think what else. Uh, Wisconsin, Milwaukee. That's uh, yeah. We can't do anything. I don't know Maryland Eastern Shore, Gabe. Very difficult. I have the Google Hangout picture open here right now, Cam, yeah. of downtown uh, DeKalb, no- De- DeKalb, Illinois. <laughs> that's downtown DeKalb. <laughs> There's a fire hydrant and a light. <laughs> wow. They actually had some good. They had like good players. Yeah, and they were this, top this, school this, for a this while. is just some street. That's like oh, the okay. Cobb yeah, Avenue. That's not. Yeah, that's not the. That, that can't be the main. No, thing. no. Like the Cobb, it's only. Um, it's only like forty. I think it's. Uh, it's like forty minutes from Chicago. Really? It, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not far from Chicago. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, no, because that pitcher did. If, he, if that was the what they put in their brochure, they're gonna have some big problems getting recruits. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't know how I remembered the Cobb, but. Yeah, maybe I'm getting better under the lights of the game show. San Francisco and Gonzaga. Gonzaga, of course, Spokane. Yep, Spokane. Good call. I want to take San Francisco in this game, getting 13. The Dons. 
You know what? The um, the Gonzaga Bulldogs haven't really been covering a lot of numbers as of late. It's not like they're covering machines or anything. It's a lot of points, but San Francisco, you know, yeah. San Francisco covered twice this year against them. Gonzaga beat them 82-73 and 75-65. Ooh. 13 might be too many. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Canelo Alvarez fails a drug test. Interesting. Alvarez claims traces of uh, clenburitol. Clenburitol. I think I saw a bottle of that in Cam's bag. <laughs> clenburitol caused by meat contamination in, in Mexico. Oh, meat contamination. <laughs> I did put the meats in your fridge. I don't want that ball of ham going bad. Let's bring in an expert right now on all steroids and specifically uh, clenburitol to break this down. Tony Sincata. This is amazing because boxing is such a, a sport that's hanging on for dear life that the fight will still happen despite the tainted meat. <laughs> I figured that's why you were an expert. I figured you were an expert in tainted meat, Tony. Yes, yes, yes. Me and the tainted meat get along very, uh, yeah. very well. I.e. Any, anyone, anyone that's been with you, therefore, after tainted meat. <laughs> I'm ready to go tonight. It's like low-hanging fruit there. Yeah, I, could, no, but you, I couldn't. I, I'm brutal, though. Like, I don't know what I am. Like, maybe a lot of people don't do this, but I, like, I have no problem with the 50% off sticker in the grocery store with meat. <laughs> Like I like I actually I seek it out I look for it and we're like ooh it's bad no it's not don't you know they they, they those best best before they actually are there to scare you they man. actually add like a week yeah onto it if the, not a little dude longer. you freeze it it's, I'm getting like forty it's not I, for it's twenty not, bucks not ideal what to get a rib cap for twenty bucks instead of forty bucks you damn right it's ideal it's amazing and the people like it's still succulent you you still put the same spices on it you can marinate you do whatever the hell you want are you Tony like are you a big uh, <laughs> You, are you a big wuss and you worry about due dates on meat? Yeah, I don't. I, no, am. I, don't, like, I, don't, I, don't I don't worry about due dates, but I can't say that I seek out, like, the expired, the uh, about to expire meat. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, but can't, can't, by that analogy, right, if we went to the uh, – to the uh, the chicken ranch in in Las Vegas, you'd be looking for the senior citizen and hope to get a discount there because you love the mature women at a cheaper rate. Yeah, I, li- I like where you're going with cheaper rate, Tony. It's very simple though. Y'all got to do. Oh, that chicken ranch is anything but cheap. Yeah, yeah. You got to bring no, your, bring it's your not, visa yeah. gold. Like we're, we can't. Yeah. We, we can't be walking in there with anything. <laughs> By the way, Tony, it's just very simple. The smell <laughs> test. It's easy to tell when meat goes off because it turns silver. Just don't look for things that are silver. <laughs> turns silver. Yeah, like you want meat to be, you know, it's just it's got that silver tinge to it. That's when you avoid it. You could still. If just, if if sharp. I have to smell my meat before I cook it, that is a problem to begin with. Yeah. Like that whole process. 
There's a lot of bad butcher shops around. Trust me, I'm doing better than people who are buying fresh stuff. I, I know what's going on, Tony. Gabe knows. I'm a pro in that area. So what? You know, <laughs> somebody asked me about this uh, the other night. Actually, what the hell is going on with John Lester? Yeah. And so he's gonna he's gonna like one hop the ball to first base, Tony. Now, like this is the new uh, deal. John got the yips. John Lester can't throw the ball yeah, to first he's base. He's got yips. He's got yeah. Yips. He can't throw the ball to first base. But it's kind of an overrated thing because I was actually looking at the numbers of stolen bases against John Lester, and he was middle of the league, and so teams are not taking advantage of this Lester situation. Well, if he's going to be chucking the ball underhand or one bouncing it, they're going to be, he's going to be a hell of a lot of guys are going to be stealing on him this year. You know why, he, though? He's had this problem for a couple of years. Yeah, no, he has. And, yeah, it's, it's interesting, too. It's gotten worse stuff for him where now he's just given up on trying to fix it, uh, actually. Of course, you know, there's there's a couple of gifts of him, Cam, out there where he just throws the glove as well. Yeah. <laughs> he just throws the glove. Glove the ball. and ball. Yeah, here, here, here you go. But you're right, Tony. As far as him getting taken advantage of and stolen bases, it doesn't overly happen because they're no. really, you know, Contreras, though, I was looking at the numbers. He throws to first often, and he's got a cannon of an arm. So there's almost a more of an emphasis. Like if you're on when Lester's on the hill, they're really watching you. You know what I mean? Contreras has got his eye on you, you know? Yeah, Lester last year caught stealing pitchers. Uh, He he had the most in the league. Actually, the most guys get thrown out. Um, The league average stolen base percentage is 71% against Lester, only 43% success. So this is one of the most overrated things. It's it's funny and it's crazy to look at, uh, but only 43% success rate against John Lester, 71 against the rest of the league. I would, oh, that's but, a good call, Tony. I would bunt on him, though. You know, but yeah. I, I, when people did, I don't know, he didn't have a problem throwing it, uh, throwing on a bunt, though. I've seen him field bunts and throw it to first base perfectly. It's just when he's on the hill. Weird. I don't know, man. Like Mickey Sasser, if you remember the catcher, just yeah, yeah, he couldn't did. throw the ball back to the pitcher yeah, suddenly Rick, out of the blue. Rick yeah. Ankeel, he went. Remember, he he couldn't he couldn't throw. Yeah, r- yeah, you're right. Rick, was, oh, yeah. Rick Ankeel's was the worst. He could. He Rick Ankeel was putting it in a thirteenth row. That's what stuff. I'm saying. Yeah, like he, he was, was, like he was he, drunk, right? Though Rick Ankeel <laughs> after the. Yeah, that no, 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 after, right? no, no. He became a drunk because, because of that. Of it, I yeah. think, don't, I don't oh. think he was drunk throwing. Are you sure? Positive. No, I think it was both. I think he was an alcoholic the whole time. Yeah, but that's not yeah, but he yeah, he wasn't. I mean, Tony, it doesn't matter. I mean, he just lost it. <laughs> he just lost it. Yeah, you you could Dr- be drunk, drunk or, drunk or not. You're not doing that. I mean, the guy was trying he's, to throw it over the plate, Tony, and he was throwing it into the dugout. You know what I mean? Well, like, he says he uh, he drank vodka before his first start in 2001 because he was nervous. So he he was a very nervous man. Yeah, Andre the Giant can get away with that stuff. You can't, you know. You David know. Wells did it once. You, you know, know, know the bottom line is you have to be a man of girth to get away with that. Remember like, Maurice, Maurice, Maurice Corrette did that. And he's a wide guy. But he was he was at training camp with the Denver Broncos. They realized that the dude had vodka in a Gatorade bottle. Wow. Yeah. Like they smelt the vodka on the field. Mm. And they were like, where's that? Like someone hung over? Like the guys were joking. Damn, who drank last night hard? Yeah. And then they realize, no, no, man, this guy's actually drinking vodka in his in his Gatorade bottle. Wow, like he's got that much of a problem. He's he's out here on the field uh, drinking it. A lot of guys know Steve Sachs. Steve Sachs got the ips. Yep. Chuck Knobloch, remember Chuck Knobloch? Yep, totally. Uh, happens in golf too, right, Cam? Oh. Some guys they can't hit two footers. Bernard Longer had the yips for a long period of time. Uh, and, uh, Rory Conor- McIlroy, yeah, drives he's me crazy, close. man. I know. He's Tony- the great. You're right. He's the greatest golfer, tee to green, and he can't hit anything. 
You're absolutely correct. So I said earlier, I'm not so buying him at the Masters. Who else had the yips? Uh, Ian Baker Finch, the commentator, he had the bad yips for a while. That's the thing, man. Like you start messing two foot putts in golf, you start freaking out. Then, then you've got uh, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's got the yips in football. Seven picks in a game. Yeah, exactly. Need him. Thanks, Ryan. Never forget that game against the Kansas that, City Chiefs. We, I know we both were huge on. Like they were. Like, I remember like, once too. I remember like, one one of the guys on the Jets actually returned. Returned yeah. it to the one-yard line. I'm I like, know. God, they're not going to score. They threw a pick in the end. <laughs> exactly. So. I was thinking the exact same thing. So, uh, Tony, we appreciate uh, you joining us uh, today. We're going to yeah. get to this a little bit uh, later on. Very, very impressive. A lot of other uh, big stars at the network. Like Scott the King Engel, he's not working his birthday. It's Tony Sincata's 40th birthday today. Is it really? Happy uh, birthday, yeah. Tony. I don't know I'm if it's 40. It. <laughs> no, it's, it's a little more than 40, but uh, I'm getting it done. You know, I don't like the people that take their birthday off, right? I mean, if you're going to celebrate your birthday, why not work and do the things you do in real life? And maybe, you know, you get a little hummer when you get home. No, yeah. But I don't know anyone that will buy me one. Birthdays are the biggest scam I next agree. to the yeah. moon landing. You know, the, uh, oh, my, it's my birthday shower plays on me. What did you do? If anything, it's your mother. It should be her day. She's the one that went through agonizing pain. You didn't do anything. What do you remember about your birthday? Nothing. Great point. Your birthday, all a birthday is, it's actually a depressing day. You're one year closer to death. Happy birthday, Tony. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I actually uh, proclaimed uh, on a show last week that I would uh, outlive Scott Engel. And <laughs> you guys, he did, eh? That's the best. I like yeah. your style. A deathbed. I like your style. Yeah. Me and Teddy Covers have the same type of thing going. I didn't want to be so morbid about it, but he scoffed when I told him uh, I'm, I, I want to make it to Super Bowl 75. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll take the under on that. Dude, we're in a, it's Super Bowl 52 right now, Tony. It's not that far off. You know what I mean? Like, I got to be honest. So I got offended. Like, Ted Savansky's convinced that I'll be dead within 21 years from now. Listen. So how could I tell him I couldn't help but get upset and say, I'm going to outlive you? Yeah, exactly. And then yes. I challenge him to a $500 bet. And, like, we leave the money in escrow. Like, we put it in our will type of thing. I'm going to say this. And, and he was like, oh, that's just too morbid. But I'm up for it. When I watch you both on TV, I'm actually leaning to you. I think I'm, oh, I'm far healthier that. than him. I, 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 think, I think it's a great bet, Murray. You see. Drinking spinach smoothies. Yeah, you got purple stuff in your cup. Like, yeah, things are going to go well. You yeah, drink by a the spinach way, smoothie? Yeah. Yeah, he did. With, Daily. With uh, bl- uh, boysenberry in there. It looks pretty uh, purple. Yeah, this guy's not screwing around, Sincata. He's the real deal. Yeah, Tony, the word of no joke. Uh, I might be a rageaholic, uh, but <laughs> I follow Martha Stewart's smoothie uh, recipe. Not me, Tony. That's I'm bacon nice. and egg, bacon ha- and egg for breakfast. Nice. Half cup of uh, coconut yogurt. Coconut? Yes. Wow. You yeah. half, half cup of coconut yogurt, uh, quarter, quarter cup of uh, orange juice, yeah. two cups of... Uh, of uh, frozen fruit. Yep. Uh, corner yeah, cup of spinach. Little milk. You add a little milk to it or no? No milk. Oh yeah, because you got the spinach. In you it. got any Martha Stewart stock tips for me? Martha Stewart stock tips. Uh, no, it's too bad that Donald Trump didn't share uh, the fact that he was going to sabotage the steel industry worldwide the other day, <laughs> like he did with his buddy Carl Icahn. Yeah, Carl Icahn. Right. He knew. Carl Icahn sold thirty-one million dollars in foreign steel. Yes. And then Donald Trump the next morning flippantly, casually says, oh, yeah, we're doing a tariff on steel. Yeah, exactly. Without anybody, no official political announcement. Carl Icahn and Trump are buddies, man. Like, this this is clear insider trading. That talk. sounds like collusion. 
That's uh, no collusion. It sounds like it. I mean, Jail how plan. is it not? I know. And the FBI is busy, like, busting a bookie in Cleveland right now. March Madness, Tony. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're, uh, you know, that that situation's there. Of course, we had Phil Mickelson, and he was involved in that thing. I'll How about what? Phil getting it done yesterday? Yeah, Phil. Oh, Phil's you huge. know what? I don't root for Phil, but yesterday I was rooting for him. he Because he's kind of a pompous to me, and he's kind of arrogant. But now, where he hadn't won in so long, he seemed like he was kind of humble. But did you see uh, our guy there? What was the guy's name? Shakir, Shakir there, he Shakir went and asked him for an autograph, and he told him after the tournament he thought he was a press. Yeah, that's why he didn't know he was what, a player. That's that's yeah, that's why he finished ninth place. Yeah, Sharma, Sharma's like uh, he didn't know Phil didn't even know this guy was on tour. <laughs> yeah, he, he thought Sharma was PGA Tour India. He's like, hey, and then, and then he's like, hey Phil, no, that, that's Phil. Uh, you know, every and time you think Phil's a good guy, yeah. Phil probably thought he was like a greenskeeper. Hey kid, get to me back after, all right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And Phil, and no, no, no. hey Tony, that wasn't the it. Then he went out. For first, he didn't know who Sharma was, and then he goes, "Hey, is it? Uh, t- what do I call you? T Hatton?" He's like Tyrell. H- like Hatton's one of the best players. They're like Phil, Phil didn't even know his name. <laughs> Phil, did, Phil didn't know both guys he was golfing with in a final round on Sunday. Their names. That's all. He did. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Then the poor kid, the poor kid idolized Phil Mickelson, right? He idolized him so much. He had a ball out of play, and he didn't know what to do. He asked Phil, what do I do here? Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and Phil told him to drop the rope, the uh, the rope to keep the uh, the uh, crowd back, drop yeah, the rope, and hit the, hit the ball from there. If it, Phil had the ball there, Phil would have had the ball dropped about 10 feet further. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't pull out Phil, Phil would have called out the marshal, hey, I need to talk to you. Like, you know what I, mean? I don't, I don't want to say this in so many words, but watching that tournament last year, Phil cheated like six times. At, oh, like, yeah. Or blatant cheating. And, that, and this year, like he he won the tournament, but let's just, let's just what, say Phil like kicked his ball you know, from behind the rock. It's, it's right under here. a shrub. He's like, oh, it's an unplayable. What are you talking? It's a shrub. That He's was like, the he most found a, crazy. He found a sprinkler head in the shrub. He's like, this guy's unbelievable. Nothing would top the time that they moved the freaking boulder for, for Tiger, Tiger Woods. Yeah, that was bad. That wasn't a pebble or a rock. Like was that was a, a that was like it was a boulder. It was like a, you can't move a 400-pound rock, guys. Like that's part. Like that's there. That's called. That's not a loose impediment. That's a thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Rock. That was the argument. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's, a rock is a loose impediment. It's not. No, it's not. Like that's essentially like getting them to like cut a tree down. Yeah. Like imagine telling them like get the chainsaw out. Like this tree's not fair and get rid of it. If I was John Daly, you know what I would do? He's playing on the senior tour every once in a while, and I think he won one a couple weeks ago. Just to keep my name in the news, I would have the caddy put a saw into the, the golf bag, and I would cut a tree down just out there in the uh, golf room. <laughs> and people would talk about that for years. Like, John Daly would be immortalized forever in PGA golf if he could just cut down a tree to get it out of its way. All right, uh, Cam, what do you got for us? You got some plays of the day? I sure do, uh, Before guys. me and Tony take over and talk some DFS, yeah. and I'll get to my best bets of the day I as like, well. Tony's also, uh, I'll save it for Tony, he's got a three-game NBA parley that he's going to blow you away with, Gabe. Tonight on the ice, we're going with the Toronto Maple Leafs laying 70 cents. Also, Toronto regulation, minus a half puck, minus 105. We're going to split those uh, two-unit bets. The Dallas Stars in regulation are going to get it done against Ottawa. My dog of the night is the New York Islanders in Vancouver. I like the way the Canucks are playing 
but the Islanders are desperate. They're getting plus 110 tonight. In the NCAA, I'm going with two dogs. BYU uh, plus uh, what's, uh, six. Yeah, BYU plus six. They're going to get it done in a wicked game. And the Wisconsin-Milwaukee Panthers plus three and a half. And in the NBA, Marenzi, I disagree with the – I know uh, Tony might be on my side. I'm taking the Lakers against Portland. Uh, I think plus two points is pretty good. The Lake Show are playing better basketball. I expect some points in that game. But uh, Portland's also seven and, th- seven and three ATS in their last ten. Both teams really hot against the spread right now. Lonzo Ball playing some good basketball yeah, right now. Credit. We got to give him credit. I have oh, to. Yeah. I've been I've been critical of yeah, Lonzo Ball, but have. he's even hitting a three point shot uh, right now. And his defensive uh, his defensive metrics aren't as poor as you would expect them to be. So you like the Lakers tonight, uh, uh, Cam? But you know what I'll tell you about this, Cam? And you know this. You should know better. Yeah, I should know better. You should know why. Teams uh, coming home after a successful yeah, uh, road trip. What I happens? Know. Uh, usually, they t- wife, the bills, the problems of life, stress, and other things you don't have to worry about on the road. So, I don't know how many Lakers are actually married. That's another. Yeah, that's it's true. A, who knows? I, I, I'll take. The- well, besides Lonzo Ball, he is married to uh, Lavar, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> And I agree with you guys on birthdays. Unless you're like over the age of eight, like you shouldn't be selling, celebrating birthdays anymore. No, but like ha- ha- no, but it is to me a birthday. Actually, all kidding aside, uh, happy birthday, uh, Tony. To Tony. You know, it's good to be alive, right? It means you, you lasted another year. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but I, I feel a little older because I, I hurt my back taking a poop. I remember Tony or Farber. I remember before like ripping Sammy Sosa once for getting hurt for sneezing <laughs> until like two years ago. I, like, ripped my back apart sneezing. And I thought, I was like, Sammy Sosa, he wasn't lying. <laughs> See you, Ken. We'll be back with some BFS on the other side, me and Tony.